another week. Yeah. Another talking dirty. Oh no way. Yeah. Yes what? way. Yes Woo! way. Subway. Yes. Fresh. Yes. That was the most enthusiastic. Yes. I've ever had in response to that. <laughs> All right. This is week for you in the NBA. Stephen A. Smith versus Lonzo Ball? Question marks? Mm-hmm. Little feuds. Um, then over the NFL, we have the NFL preview of 2023 for the 2024 season, I guess. I don't know. Whatever you want to call it. It's the preview for the NFL season. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, it's going to be all get all team breakdowns, playoff predictions, and NFL award predictions. Then we got top. Then we got top five with uh, Himalayan Stalts. Top five board games. Top five board games. Going to be a fun one. <laughs> it's be interesting. Then we take it over to pop culture where we break down the new episode of Ahsoka, as well as wrap it all up with your jams of the week. Ryan, have it a word from our sponsors. Thanks for the fame. Four one two seven eight four one five seven seven. Yeah. Real quick, shout out to Josh Kens, by the way. Yeah, dude. I he saw he touched down. He's in Senegal. Mm-hmm. So he's doing a year. Of uh, service over in Africa, so good for him. He's on. He's been on the pod before. Long time listener, um, and his dad's obviously our our presenting sponsor. So yeah, shout out to him real quick. But yeah, as always, shout out to Ken for his painting four one two seven eight four one five seven seven. Call them today if you need a paint job and you're in, and you're in the Pittsburgh area or the Senegal area. I don't to know all you, of our Senegal. I don't listeners. Know if jo- maybe Josh can do some Ken for painting over there. All right, if you're in Senegal, maybe, maybe you can at least promote talking dirty. Yeah, what if his his year of mission isn't helping yeah. families? It's he's going there. He's on mission. He's for spreading us. the word not of God but of talking dirty. <laughs> of guy, of Ryan and guy, not of God but of guy. Guy, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, yeah, but with that being said, let's get into it. Yeah, was that sacrifice? Before we get into it, guy, I'm doing pretty good. Are you just answering for me? No, I'm doing pretty good. Okay, let's let you know. So you wanted to start it off? I want. I want to start off saying I'm doing pretty good. Okay. Okay. How so? I don't know. This <laughs> don't. You don't know. Actually, no. Just doing good. Tomorrow sucks for work. Tomorrow is my least favorite day <laughs> of work ever. Good. Happens three <laughs> times a year, and yeah. It's tomorrow, and tonight I have to go pick up Chelsea and her friend while they're drunk in the North Shore after Morgan Wallen concert. So I'm going to go to bed late, get up for work, have a day from hell. Then I think I might just parlay and make it a full-on shitty day and come yeah. here and cut the grass after work. That's not a bad move, honestly. Because I was going to do it Saturday morning while I wait for my mattress to drop off, and I still might do the grass tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, Saturday, but I might come here tomorrow and weed whack. Mm. So on Saturday, it's not that much. But at the same time, I don't know. If it's a really shitty day, I'm going to kind of go to the gym and just release my anger on some weights. And then... Is it going to be nice all weekend? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah, I'm you pretty could, sure tomorrow... You could change up the grass schedule if you wanted to. Tomorrow is going to be... I mean, Saturday is going to be mm-hmm. 86 and sunny. Okay. okay. I'll be doing it in the morning when it's probably more like 60. Good shit. So I might just do that. All right. Um, so yeah, tomorrow sucks, but as soon as I get over tomorrow... I think I said this last week, too. As soon as I get over tomorrow... It's Labor Day weekend. 
then my buddy's wedding the next weekend. Then your bachelor then party. Then my batch party. Yeah, it's going to be nice. And you said last week, too, you have a four-day week into a four-day week. Into a four-day four day week. week. Yeah. yeah. And I have a four-day week. Can't wait. It's going to be nice. I've been waiting yeah. for this for a whole month. So yeah. I'm, I'm pretty four amped day up. Four-day week stretch is coming up for you. Yeah. And partially for me. Yeah. So I'll have four-day week this week because I'm Labor Day, and I'll have four-day week for my batch party. But you took Scumbag Monday off. Scumbag Monday is going to be necessary. All right, here's a question. I didn't have anything written down. Yeah. Is a four-day week better when you have Monday off or when you have Friday off? Depends on how old you are. How so? So once you reach a certain age, well, before you reach, I'd say, late 20s, early 30s, Friday's the move because you can, like, day day drink, do whatever the fuck. You still have that vitality and shit. But once you turn, like, past 30 or, like, late 20s, mo- taking off Monday is so nice because, like, that's always the shittiest day at work. I agree. And, like, to avoid that day is massive. See, it's I was, massive. I was going to say Monday as well. Basically what you said, but kind of in reverse, too, where, like, yeah. Friday is an easy day at work. It is. It is. So yeah. if you have off Monday the shittiest day, mm-hmm. you have to work the, the – Easiest day, yeah. Your Fridays are still fun, no matter what. I love Fridays regardless, mm-hmm. except for tomorrow. But yeah, yeah. Like it's like you know, after work you might have plans, so you can go home, change real quick, and go out to the bars. Like, mm-hmm. Regardless, mm-hmm. but Mondays are just like a a Monday off is a day where you can just do like get all your chores done. And it also and it makes Sunday less scary, and it makes football Sunday better. Mm-hmm. Because usually, like when you get to Sunday night football during football season, yeah, it's depressing. Towards like halftime, where you're like, "Fuck, I gotta work tomorrow. I gotta do this, that." But when you don't have to work Monday, it's fantastic. You just kind of push that anxiety to Monday night football. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, it's funny. Like I thought, whenever I graduated school, Sunday scaries would stop. Like this stuff, there's just the anxiety induced feeling mm-hmm. on Sundays. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, it's class tomorrow. I, even like work tomorrow is nothing. I don't have like, mm-hmm. you don't have homework for work. No, 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 no. Like sometimes some people do sometimes, but like most of the time you don't have homework. On Sundays, it's in school you realize, oh shit, I didn't do this. You have to figure it out on Sunday. Mm. I thought I'd stop, but I still randomly get the, like the wave of Sunday scary anxiety over me. Yeah, because there, there's a lot of times on Friday where I'll be like, that sounds like a Monday problem, <laughs> and I'll just push it away. And then it comes Sunday, and I'll be like, ah, damn it, it caught up with me. Yeah, and I also think for me, it's just like it makes me feel like, dude, the weekend's over already. Jeez, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it sucked. How are you doing? Uh, I'm. Doing doing good for the reasons we were kind of discussing. Four, three, three, four day weeks in a row. That's going to be fantastic. I got two fancy drafts this weekend. Um, Every weekend fancy drafts. That's that sucks on that person who scheduled. Wait, what? I feel like Labor Day weekend fancy drafts. No, not the move. I prefer it, but I wish it was Monday instead of Sunday. It's just everybody else in the league wants it Sunday, so. Whatever. I'm just going over to my buddy's house to do the draft. I'm a big fan of weeknight fantasy yeah. drafts because it makes you look forward to something during work. If you're working on a Tuesday, it's like, oh, a fancy draft mm-hmm. after work. I can't wait for that draft to start. Yeah. I'd rather do that than have. Well, the big league's Tuesday, but I kind of count that for the same yeah. weekend. Yeah. In a way. But like a, like a Sunday, Labor Day weekend, you can use a day to day drink and get fucked up. You don't yeah. have a draft that night. Yeah, exactly. But it's nice because like, I'll be able to just hang out and then I can get hammered during the draft and not have to worry about waking up the next day for like work or anything. That's true. But We had my fancy draft for my work league on Monday, last Monday night. Mm-hmm. And the two people who hosted us yep. were obliterated <laughs> by the end of the draft. Nice. 
Like I'm the one kid, the, the the one host with his last pick pick Clyde Edwards Hilaire, <laughs> and he was just like, "What a fucking steal!" And I said, "Dude, he's third string. Like it's not that big of a steal." Then the next day I told him at work, he said that to me. He's like, "There's no way I said Clyde Edwards Hilaire is a steal <laughs> in the last round." Yeah, like, yeah, you did. I mean, last round, depending on how many people are in the league, twelve. Yes, yeah, I got steal. Tank Bigsby at the last pick because you told me. Yeah, Tank Bigsby. Tank's going to be good. I'd rather have Tank Tank's and Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Yeah, I would too. Week one projections too. Tank's way more than Clyde. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Like six versus three. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, oh, I had one other thing. Yeah. Um, I know we already have our uh, Pickums award picked out this year. We're going to put that bet in, which we still have to do this week. Okay. Like the next like five days, you have to pick a bet. And each, you have to bet maybe 25 bucks. I'll put it in. But I know we have that, whatever. I think we got to put a future one for next year, maybe. Loser has to skydive. Sky- I'm not skydiving. I'm not. This, then when? I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I, cause I was in my head like skydiving is terrifying. I would never do it. I have a if, I lost, if I lost a bet, I'd do it, and then I'd be like, oh, dude, I skydive. I can check it off my list. Nah, I'm not. Nah. If you want to skydive, you can. I'm not going to just willingly skydive. Well, I need to lose a bet for I, that. I'm... <laughs> Name, name different terms, maybe. You can just have skydiving. Then maybe, I'll, maybe I'll tell it to G-Baby for our golf thing. Yeah, maybe try G-Baby. I'm not skydiving. I'm not, I'm I not, think you have to skydive. For I not don't doing, like I heights. I think for not doing the punishments for the last four years, you have to skydive. No, I don't like heights. You just go to – I went, okay, fine. Change the terms. You have to go to New York City and go to Empire Strikes uh, Empire, sorry, Empire Strikes. Why are you going to make it heights still? Because it's funny. Dude, come on, man. What, what's your fear? I don't know. <laughs> Come on, you have a fear. I don't know. Everybody has the fear of phobia. I, my fear of failing. All right. All my right. fear is losing pickums. So if I lose pickums, I'm already in hell. All right, bud. All right. <laughs> no, nah, I'm, uh, I'm not. I I would do the Empire State Building thing. I because like there's some safety there. You know what I mean? Like you're not just gonna fall off. You know, skydiving. Nah, that's crazy. My fear I'm is going that. to. Philly sports game in opposing fans gear. Oh God, that would be bad. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, would sooner do that than skydiving, though. I'm afraid. Afraid of like asylums. Yeah, yeah. But like haunted asylums. So I guess I have to go to a haunted. Asylum. So like spend a night in a haunted asylum, which is you can't go spend a night. It's trespassing, probably. You can. That's trespassing, bro. You can. You just. I'm not breaking should. the law for this podcast. All right. All right. Unless we get sponsored. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Um, all right, that's all I have. I just wrote down, Pickham's loser should skydive. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll cross that off the list, I guess. But yeah, we should. We, if someone's listening, they want to give a suggestion for this bet, let us know. The uh, preseason football bet that we're going to put in. Yeah. Um, all right, NBA. Real quick, not not too much stuff. Not too much stuff. Um. First, Steph apparently said he wants to play as long as LeBron's going to play. Um, he said he never thought he'd see himself playing in his 40s, but the older he gets, the more he can see it. It's yeah, the I mean, kind of headlines we're working with right now. Yeah, yeah but his, his play style, it'll be fine. He'll be good. I agree. Um, He'll be better off than LeBron, actually. I think so, too. All right, the last four are a little more juicy. We'll do a little quick headline rewind um, to, to about mid-May. Um, remember that story with the ref who had that burner account? Yes. Yeah. So it, I think his name was Eric Lewis, 19 year veteran ref. Mm-hmm. He had, 
he was caught with a burner account replying to people on Twitter saying like the refs made a good call here. Like basically just like people shitting on refs. He would reply and say, you're an idiot. Well, the NBA was investigating it and the investigation finally ended because Eric Lewis decided to retire after 19 years. Um, so he ended all investigations cause he retired. He, he pulled a Nixon resigned in disgrace. Yeah. Um, but the one thing that came out about the investigation was they did find the name of the Twitter account <laughs> and he was going under the name Blair Cutliffe. That's an awesome name. Dude, it's like he did the porn star name trick or something. Yeah, he grew up on Cutliff Street. Yeah, yeah. Blair, Blair was the first pet name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought it was funny. Just I might I might just start like naming things Blair Cutliff. I just want to see like the tweets. I, I, like, I like want to see was... what he was saying trying to defend the uh, situation. I'm going to search, search real quick Blair Cutliff tweets and see. Yeah, see what comes up. Dude, uh, I, I, it auto-filled in Blair, Blair Cutliff tweets. I would love to see, like, what he was, like, using as defense. Here's one. Final. Uh, someone said, Eric Lewis couldn't save you to the Hawks being the Celtics. Blair Cutliffe replied, so he saved them in the first two games. Get the f- hell out of here. Y'all keep H-A-N-T-N. H- stop blaming Hayden. the refs for the C's success. Hayden. Oh, Hayden. Okay, yeah. Y'all stop Hayden. Oh, yeah, so he said... So he saved them from the last first two games. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all stop hating. Y'all keep hating. <laughs> stop blaming the refs for the C success. It's another one. LeBron is now 0-82 in his career when games officiated by Eric Lewis. First reply was, LeBron has never won a game when Eric Lewis is the referee. And then Blair Cutliffe replied, um, Memphis game one. Emoji shrug. <coughs> yeah, these are funny. This is the only two Dude, it's so up. funny that he was just like that, just petty about it. Oh, I here, love here. It. Right, they're the one seed uh, with a crazy Vegas line showing they are favorites, and they got Eric Lewis and Tony Brothers to officiate the first two games. What, what more do you want? All right. And he replied, what? I have a solution. Yeah. We just do a post-game interview with refs. Yeah, it'd be the best. Just post-game interview with them. They, right get, they get five minutes on the air. At the at the table before oh, the teams come out. Yeah. So yeah. then the players can react to what the refs said. That'd be great. That'd be great. Be Here, awesome. Here's the hold your players accountable. Refs had nothing to do with y'all losing. Laker Nation blaming shifting. <laughs> uh, then here applied another one. Lakers still blaming refs, huh? Y'all played number one team in the NBA and they don't get any credit. Y'all funny. All right, that's the last player. All right. tweet. No, that was, that was entertaining. <clears throat> Way to go, Eric Lewis. RIP. Dude, this cough, I hate this cough. I'm not sick, but I've been coughing ever since my nose cleared up uh, for my okay. surgery, and yeah. it's all mucusy coughs. Sorry for the graphic this. But, like, I have a feeling it's connected to my th- sinus because I'm not sick, but I'm coughing and I'm sounding like I'm sick. It might be, like, the, uh, you know, the, f- the finishing terms of... Yeah, but it's been going for two weeks. Uh, that's tough. Yeah, I know, and I don't want to call my doctor because I'm an appointment with them, like, in two weeks. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to cough for two more weeks. I don't know. It's tough. That's true. That's true. You should try, uh, like, Mucinex or some bullshit. Yeah, like a decongestant. Mm-hmm. I might try to help. All right, buy or sell. Wanza Ball plays in the NBA again. Ooh. I'm selling. I'm selling. You don't think he is? I don't think he is. Neither does Stephen A., apparently. But um, So he was in uh, 
Invest Fest in Atlanta over the weekend and said, quote, I'm going to play again. For me, I know what I got to do to get back, and I'm just on the path of doing what I got to do every day, taking it step by step. I don't look too far ahead. I know my near future that I'll be back on the court for sure. Um, the last time Lonzo Ball played was January 14th, 2022. He got silent with a knee injury that needed three surgeries. Mm-hmm. One of them, which was in February, was designated to help relieve the 25-year-old's discomfort. Yeah, He was rolled out for the entire 2023-2024 season, the season we're entering now, meaning he'll miss his second straight season in a row. Mm-hmm. Um so you still you feel confident about the sell? Oh yeah, dude. So, so number one, he's been out for two years, like you said. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna fast forward to next end of next season. Mm-hmm. He'll be out for two years. Number two, he wasn't that great, you know. He like, he, he when it, he was he, for the Pelicans, he was pretty damn good. For the Pelicans, he was good. For and the, the Lakers, he was decent. Is that right? whole team sucked? Yeah, but yeah, but like he got, he definitely got better when he's on the Pelicans. He wasn't an all star. No, but he wasn't an all star. I think he could be if there's a. That East is so tough to be an all-star. Here, in. Here's what I see. I see he tries to come back, does some workouts, fails. Goes to China or wherever Dwight Howard's at. Taiwan. And no, then and then maybe Thailand. he signs like a 10-day contract kind of thing. See, I Whenever think, there's like major injuries for a team. I think he comes back eventually, but he's just not good at all and just a bench player. Yeah, like he's it's, like he never comes off the bench, but he it's gonna be the plays. point where like you're not gonna care about Lonzo Ball in the NBA anymore. He'll never be at the level he ever was. You know, never reach All Star level. Yeah, if he comes back, he will be a bench player, rotation guy who mm-hmm. kind of like um Buddy who had a really bad leg injury. Uh, mid two thousand, uh, Sean Livingston. Yeah, he had that really really he was yeah. he was a solid starter. Mm-hmm. He had that really really bad leg injury. Yeah. Then he was a career backup from that point. Mm-hmm. He was a hell of a backup for the Warriors. Yeah. And I think Lonzo Ball can be that, but he's never going to be a starter in this league again, I don't think. Nah, he'll never Just be a because starter. Because by the time he gets back and is healthy enough to do it, because I think the way medicine is, these surgeries are probably going to work. But being away from the NBA for two, two and a half seasons, yeah. you're just going to be a step behind. Look at John Wall for missing and all like, that time. He wasn't he was that a step great behind. of a shooter, really. Mm-hmm. So like I don't know I, he, I feel like his play style won't be effective. He, he's for gonna what get to be. the same exact thing that happened to Derrick Rose and John Wall. Was he that good at defense? No, but I'm not saying he's as good as Derrick Rose and John Wall yeah, before yeah, he got yeah. hurt. But they were hurt like multiple seasons in a row. Mm-hmm. And they never got back to that level they were before, and I yeah. think that's just gonna happen with Alonzo. Yeah, exactly. So I think I buy that he's gonna play again. I sell the fact that he's gonna be as good as he once was. And Stephen A. Smith uh, was also apparently uh, said he's not coming back. And he apparently claimed that Lonzo Ball is so injured he can't even sit in a chair. Like that's how bad he is. And that's Lonzo Ball replied to him on Twitter, <laughs> yeah. just uh, on one leg, getting up and sitting down in a chair. It's like Stephen, hey, I can sit. What are you talking about? And like he's calling him out. Yeah, on but Twitter. that means he's living in his head, though. Yeah, exactly. He, he seemed very, very triggered when he was <laughs> yeah, the yeah, video. yeah. So. That's disrespectful from Stephen A. Mm-hmm. Like it, it is. It, it's not like he was not talented, and he. That's why he's not playing. It's not like Ben Simmons. If you said that about Ben Simmons, I'd be like, all right, that was that was a good take. Which I said see on. But like Lonzo Ball, it's like he got hurt and like he kind of got fucked by the system in that way. So like to slam him for not coming back because of that reason, then I'm I'm out on that. Please, please tell me who your sources are. Come on, man. Why does it get to sound like that? Uh, like that's that LeVar Ball. That was very that's that LeVar that Ball was. right there. His LeVar that's was his dad. That's his dad coming out right there. His, 
His dad was showing. Dude, you know LeVar was filming that, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's just standing there like, yeah, get him. <laughs> he absolutely was. Um, um, all right, two more headlines. Then right. we'll pass over NBA. One, Giannis said he won't commit long-term to the Bucks next summer if everyone isn't committed. Quote, I would, I would not be the best version of myself. I didn't know that everybody's on the same page. Everybody's going for a championship. Everyone's going to sacrifice time away from their family like I do. And if I don't feel that, I'm not signing. Wow. Dude, Giannis, we called this. We did. We called this a while ago, and I'm happy that it's coming to fruition. Um, what that means is he's not leaving yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to be but another year and a half. Next year, he's up for an extension. Yeah. And he's basically saying he won't sign that extension if he doesn't feel like the team's all in around him. Mm-hmm. Which, even if he doesn't sign the extension, doesn't mean the team doesn't do something the next year and signs as a free agent. But, like, if he goes to free agency, that would be very interesting. Even if he doesn't end up back in the Bucks, I would like to see him go to free agency just to see what teams he's, like, considering, you know? Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, I bet man. if he does leave, it's going to be like a It's going to be an electric offseason for that year. Yeah, which I don't even know when that's up. So his extension is next year, which means mm-hmm. probably another two years after that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. And finally, Dame. Dame. The Dame. Uh, Dame. Dame continues to uh, say that he wants to win. So Dame stuff keeps coming out. He keeps hammering in the point that. At this point in his career, all he wants to do is win a championship. He never won a championship before. All he wants to do, that's his main focus for the rest of his career, is win a championship. Um, apparently, I read this on Twitter, according to league sources, Jason Tatum reached out to Dame and pushed him to, hey, you should come to the Celtics. Like, you should start asking and see if we can get the Celtics. We'll make sure there's like, a good trade thing for you or something like that. And apparently, he shut that down and said he, all he wants to do is play in Miami. Nice. Nice. Fuck the Celtics, dude. <laughs> Fuck the C's. Yeah, fuck the C's, dude. Uh, so Dame just keeps harping that he wants to come to Miami, which is awesome. Hey, that's good for you, though. That's good for we you. Because it's been quiet the past few weeks. Past, like, month and a half almost. I know. So, like, it's nice to hear that he's still committed to the Miami Heat without being in Miami. Without being <laughs> on the team. Yeah. He's committed to the team without being on the team. He's yet. more committed to Miami than the Trailblazers right now. Oh, he's, he's out on the Trailblazers completely. Yeah, why don't they just get rid of him? It's crazy. I don't get it either. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we saw one video. Someone, someone's claiming that Joel Embiid probably might be secretly out yeah. on some trade deal. Dude, I could see that Joel Embiid thing and the Giannis thing happening in the same time frame, mm-hmm. like within a season of each other. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not a confirmed thing from a source, but it's mm-hmm. like a guy who works for the Score, um, made a video saying like everyone's focused on James Harden where he's gonna go. But he thinks the biggest domino is secretly Joel Embiid behind the scenes. He doesn't mm-hmm. want to come out and say, hey, I want to trade publicly because he loves Philly. Yeah. But the way the team mishandled everything with James Harden, Ben so Simmons, bad. apparently during the Ben Simmons like trade stuff, uh, they had a chance to go for Sabonis or Ty- uh, Halliburton, mm-hmm. Tyrese Halliburton, mm-hmm. and the team didn't do that. Instead, they got James Harden, and apparently that, <laughs> didn't, that did not make Joel Embiid feel great. Um, so this guy's basically claiming Joel Embiid might be asking for a trade in the, in, behind the scenes. And apparently, also according to this guy, that the Heat and the Knicks have been just monitoring the them Joel Embiid situation for the last few years. Do you think like play, you think like owners and GMs would ask the players, like, hey, who do you like who do you think you would play well with? You know? And then like just going off of that, who they should go mm-hmm. out and get them. Mm-hmm. Instead of like Oh man, like Fra- let's Frankenstein a team of James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving together and see what happens. But like, it never works out that way. Oh, um, 
Mark Cuban, another sad thing. I, just, I listened to a Mark Cuban interview with, on the Pat Bev. Yeah, I saw that with Pot. Oh, there was that clip, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah saw that, that clip, clip was just like... Um, that was good. Pat Bev just asked him, like, hey, everyone has their advice. Have you that ever, like, came into consideration with, like, contracts talks and stuff? And he's, like, basically, like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And he basically said, I traded a guy for smoking too much weed. And they're, they're, like, I listened to the full Wonder clip. I wonder who it is. I think... I, I don't know, probably. I don't know. But the... But, the clip on I saw on social, then I listened to the interview. Yeah. He expanded upon it a lot more where he's like, you, everyone knows that guy he smokes way too much weed. It's fine to smoke weed every once in a while. Everyone, mm-hmm. everyone in the league smokes weed. Yeah. But you know that one guy whose eyes are always red and you can just tell which hotel room he's staying in because the whole floor reeks and coming from the one room. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of guys he had. Because those guys are bad because then the younger players start hanging out with them. Then they become like weed zombies and yeah. all that stuff. So I just had to get rid of a guy like that. Yeah, I feel that. Which I make it makes sense when you're yeah. playing when you're in a professional basketball league. You can't really have a team full of weed zombies. Yeah, it's, you just have to know when it's a problem. Like once it starts affecting work, then it's like, all right, yeah, this is and not the good. The way he made it like seem like yeah, guys will go after games and smoke weed. Mm-hmm. And that makes sense. Unwinding from a game, mm-hmm. but like people show up to practice high. He said with eyes red. Yeah, that's not good. You can't show up to practice high. Nah, nah. Yeah, but oh, what I was saying about that before was he was talking about Kyrie on the team, and he was. Hardcore defending Kyrie, saying like uh, Luke and him get really along really, really well behind the scenes, and he's saying how he he likes Kyrie a lot, and everyone who plays with him loves him. Is he still on the Mavericks technically? Yeah, he's resigned. Yeah, that's why he's saying that, dude. <laughs> but he was like saying it in a. So I disagree with him too. I think Kyrie's cancerous, but Cuban really, really, really was high on Kyrie. Yeah, yeah, he he, he was a good owner. I just think he was just blowing smoke. But they did resign him, so he must actually like him. I don't think he's lying about liking Kyrie. In what, what I think it's just his like of Kyrie and him thinking Kyrie's going to give him the promise line is wrong. That's where I'm going with. I don't know. I think he likes Kyrie. I, th- I don't think he's lying on a podcast saying he doesn't like Kyrie because why would he sign him to that big contract if he didn't like him? I think he just him thinking that Kyrie's going to get him to the next level is not true. Like he, yeah, he's, I mean, it's not that he thinks that. It's just saying like I'm saying like his him thinking that is wrong. Yeah, a wrong opinion of his. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm not saying he's lying about his opinion. I'm saying his opinion's wrong. Yeah, his opinion is wrong. Kyrie's not gonna do it. All right, but that's all I got for NBA. All right, let's take it over to the NFL preview. Yeah, it's a big one, so hang in there. And yeah. then after that, top five board games. All right, all right. let's do it. Waiting on Talking dirty. All right, let's get into. The NFL. Leading off with injuries. We're almost back. We're almost back. Uh, we're almost back. There's actually a, a new one that I saw on the ticker while we were watching this college football game, Utah versus uh, Florida. But first up that I had Broncos wide receiver Jerry Judy. He will miss multiple weeks with that hamstring injury he sustained uh, last week. So the injury happened last week, but there's no confirmation on the timeline. It's going to be multiple weeks. His week one status is in doubt. The next thing I just saw on the ticker, though, was Cooper Cup re-aggravated his injury. He had a he had a setback, so I don't know what that means for Cooper Cup going into the new season. Could be problematic. This is why you wait to draft your fantasy team until this weekend. So I'm about to look. Looks. I'm about to look it up too. Yeah, maybe, maybe I can find more on Cooper Cup while you keep going. Mm-hmm. Sure thing. Um, take it over to the headlines, though. We did have a lot of things develop over the course of the week here. Um, First up with free agency and transactions, the Vikings signed ex-Dolphins running back Miles Gaskin to the active roster. 
Uh, pretty big move after losing Dalvin Cook. They do have Mattinson, but I think Gaskin is a good guy to throw in there as the uh, number two punch. So could be a nice rotating back system they have going for uh, Minnesota. Yeah, I think he's listed as third right now, but I think he's going to move up the second by the season. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Uh, and then probably the bigger news out of the uh, transactions this week, the 49ers in a surprising move traded quarterback Trey Lance to the Cowboys for a fourth-round pick. We were at um, – me and, me and uh, Moot were at the Pyre game. Yeah. And it broke as we were walking there. And we were sitting next to some like ran, like random group of like younger guys, mm-hmm. and apparently one of them was a Cowboys fan. And I just like <laughs> we, were talking, we were talking about sports, and I said, "She about the Trey Lance stuff." And like, no, nah. the one just like, "No," nah. I was like, it's "Cowboys fourth rounder." Then he like got the other guys, and he's like, "Dude, Cowboys are Trey Lance." And I was like, "Oh, he <laughs> literally like this uh, face palm." Um, I think it's a good move for the Cowboys overall. I mean, at the very least, it's going to light a fire under Dak's ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also only gave up a fourth round pick for him. That's not. Yeah, I think that's a good move on everyone's part. That's I mean, a very good move. Bad move on the 49ers part just because, like... They were just situationally The whole boned. thing is a yeah. bad move on the 49ers mm-hmm. part. Yeah, I don't blame them for the... I don't think it's a bad trade for the 49ers right now, but just situationally... The whole thing in general. In place was the whole Trey Lance thing yeah. in general is a failure. Yeah, yeah. And that's a bad move. It's arguably the worst move in probably NFL history. It's up there with the Herschel Walker thing. Yeah, I mean... Just the amount they gave up and what the Dolphins did with that is crazy. They brought in Bradley Chubb, Tyree Kill, and Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey with those picks. Jalen Waddle, right? They drafted Jalen Waddle with the, with, with the, with the switch. The yeah, with the switch. Yeah, yeah. so so add Jalen Waddle mm-hmm. to the mix. So it's Bradley Chubb, Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, and Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey yeah. for Trey Lance. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> Uh, I honestly think it's the worst move in NFL history. Mm-hmm. And the uh, crazy part about it is the 49ers are still like. That, yeah, that's a move that yeah. any other franchise, mm-hmm. that would be like crippling. Like yeah. they're, they're done for 10, 10 15 years. Mm-hmm. No, the 49ers are fine. Yeah, exactly. So it's one of those like, ah, that sucks, but we're okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, Colts running back Jonathan Taylor could not find a trade package that interested the Colts. Therefore, he will start the season on the physically unable to perform list and won't miss the first four games at the least. I heard John Taylor that the Dolphins reached out and what they asked the Dolphins for was... Oh, sorry. Jalen Waddell. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I thought that was the only headline. No, I had that down next. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, the Colts reportedly made wild requests like wide receiver Jalen Waddell to be included in the trade and... yeah, and first. But at first, Angela and Walter. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> For a player that didn't want to be in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be very interesting to see what comes out of Indianapolis with this whole situation. I don't know if Jonathan Taylor's going to play after this whole week four thing. He might, but. We're talking about the day at work. Uh, my, my really good buddy. He's not going to give a fuck. Yeah, my really good buddy drafted him, and I just want to broke it to him about the not, no trade. Yeah. He's like, fuck. And then today, me and him are my boss. We're talking about it, and my boss is like, I honestly don't think if after the four weeks he's going to play. Yeah, I don't think so Because he wants out of there, so he's not going to get hurt. It's giving me, like, very big Le'Veon Bell vibes. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, then the last running back out of the whole fiasco this offseason, Josh Jacobs, he agreed to a one-year contract worth up to 20, $12 million. With the Raiders. Okay. So, Josh Jacobs will play this year. I guess. Good for the Raiders? I don't know. I don't, it's not really worth it that much. 
AFC's tough. AFC's tough. I mean, if anything good for Josh Jacobs, he's going to get out there and play. Yeah, he's going to ball out. Um, then moving it over, though, uh, Browns quarterback or Browns trade quarterback Josh Dobbs in a 2024 seventh round pick to the Cardinals for a 2024 fifth round pick. And I'll just kind of fast forward to cut day surprises because the Col- or the Cardinals did release quarterback Colt McCoy. How old's Colt McCoy? The Cardinals are tanking. Like, Act, uh, egregiously tanking. Do you have that one move with the Giants? Uh, what'd they do with the Giants? They traded that one Simmons secondary guy, Simmons, for like Snickle oh, Fritz. Fritz. Yeah, yeah. Like he was a first-round pick like two years ago, three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and they traded the Giants for like a seventh-round pick. Dude, it is an egregious. Because like, there's also a report that came out that uh, Kyler Murray is probably not going to be playing for more games than expected. So, like, that on top of them releasing Colt McCoy, that's just a giant red flag right there. Colt McCoy's 36. So he's not like, yeah. For a backup, that's right in the backups, like, prime, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's better than Josh Dobbs. Easily better than Josh Dobbs. And probably better than the other guy with the sick name, uh, Toot, or whatever the hell his name was. Um, and better than Kyler Murray. Yeah, and probably better than Kyler Murray. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. When's Buda Baker getting traded? That's a real question. That is, yeah, the fact that they wouldn't trade him. Is kind of like just rude. From they're, the they're, they're from actively office. tanking. Their <laughs> yeah. it's very egregious how they're tanking, like you said. Mm-hmm. And they are holding on to Buddha Baker, an aging safety, <laughs> like, who's just who, outside of his like prime window. Who you could still get a top first <laughs> yeah. three round pick for, yeah. even knowing they're tanking. Like mm-hmm. you could trade Buddha Baker for someone for a second round pick. Easily, that's a great move on all parts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there's they're holding on to him for some yeah. reason. Give, the, us, give him to us. Give him, give him to the Steelers. Yeah, I'd love Colt Reunite McCoy. him with his buddy, Patrick Peterson. Yeah, that'd be sick. Um, moving over to the Patriots, though. The Patriots also in a surprising move on cut day. Cut Bailey Zappi. That was, I was very surprised on that. Yeah. Because so he, 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 he had a couple good games. So I heard somewhere, not heard, part of my take was speculating, because uh, Hank, that since Bailey Zappi actually did good those games that he had to start when Mac was hurt, that this cut was more of a to give confidence to Mac to know that Bailey Zappi's not behind him. Yeah, but that'd be a bad move. That's, that is a bad that's move. That, that's that's how you landed on Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. They were in a, what do you mean? Drew Bledsoe got hurt. Yeah, yeah, Brady exactly. came in and killed it. Exactly. And then they rolled with Brady. They did mm. the opposite this time. They stuck with Mac Jones. Ugh. It's just crazy. Mac Jones is not good. Yeah, he's not good. Uh, the Patriots also traded kicker Nick Folk to the uh, Titans. So kept it in-house, sending it over to uh, Vrabel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but good kicker. I'm surprised they moved him. I don't know. Maybe they got somebody new. I didn't really see. Who cares? It's kicker. It's kicker. More kicker news, though. Broncos acquired kicker Will Lutz from the Saints in a three-way trade, which also sent tight end Albert Awugenbaum to the Eagles. Awuga. Awugenbaum to the Eagles. I feel like there's never, like, kicker trades, which now there's two in like, one week. <laughs> um, When's the last time a kicker got traded? There's three, actually. There's a third? There's the third one. Uh, the Browns acquired kicker Dustin Hopkins from the Chargers in a trade and subsequently cut Cade York, their current kicker. They got the long hair? No, that's a punter. Uh, yeah, it's a punter that has long hair. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of kicker moves. That's crazy to me. I don't know. I guess... Roster official days And they had to get their kickers situated So just a lot of moves mm-hmm. For some reason I was going to say but I don't know if you have it 
I have a couple more things. Uh, one, former Texans cornerback Desmond King is suspected to sign with the Steelers. Mm-hmm. This big ad. I, I think we traded for him. Um, I think we traded him. Like maybe, some, maybe we did. I, I think we know. traded like a late rounder for him. Could be. Um, but this is <laughs> this is a hilarious story coming out of the Miami. Um, Eli Apple, the newly signed cornerback for the Miami Dolphins, his baby mama offered to pay for the fines for any player who injures Eli Apple this season. It's awesome. <laughs> so if you look at her story, uh, it's her Insta is knee n e e dot airy a r i i i i i. And it just said, it's just a picture of them both in like three different pictures. And it says, if you play against my baby dad this season, please, all caps, go for the knees. <laughs> Heart hands emoji, maybe a hammy. No, then it says, number 33 for the Dolphins, I'll gladly sell you back any fines. <laughs> so Dude, this girl is just like actively starting a bounty. It's Bounty Gate, but it's a, with, some, with, with a thought. Dude, what is the NFL doing in this situation? Can, what can you do? Yeah, you can't do much. It's like me tweeting, hey, I hope someone hurts this person. Yeah. And then people actually listen. Like, mm-hmm. like I'll pay your fines. How is she going to pay the fines? She probably has some OnlyFans thought. Could be, could be, could be. Or, or it's just his child support money. That's, that'd be even funnier. <laughs> his, his child money support money is going to his bounty. That's so fucked. <laughs> I, I remember reading this at the end of dying. I was losing it. Um, I saved way, it three times because I wanted to make sure I remembered <laughs> the story. Um, by the way, the king was a sign. You're right. He got okay. Waved. He got waved. And then I think TJ Hawkinson also got a contract extension. Yep. And it made him the highest paid tight end in the NFL right now. He does not deserve to be the highest tight end, but No, he does not. <laughs> he's good though. I like him. He's good, but he's not that good. I feel like he's outside of his prime window. He's not highest paid tight end in the league. No. No. He's top five. Easily top five. Easily top five tight end. Not number Ke- one overall. Kelsey paid. Kittle, Andrews, yeah. Waller, him. Yeah. I'd say that. Maybe he's above Waller. Maybe he's above Waller, but by the end of the season, I think we'll say Waller above him. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, but one thing I, I was going to say. Uh, Do you have another thing? The Steelers released their 53-man roster. For some reason, we have two punters. Yeah, and we cut, we traded or cut like two guards. or We a, traded Dotson, and we traded somebody else. Um, mm, Someone for like a sex, six round pick or something like that. Mm-hmm. I forget. Oh, Kendrick Green. Kendrick Green uh, and Dawson. We traded two linemen depth. For that's weird. Late round picks of clear space, but we had two punters. Yeah, it's odd. It's like odd. I would I would have just kept one and then keep got rid one of punter. punter. Yeah. All right. With that, let's take it over to the official NFL preview for the 2023-2024 NFL season. So the way I have this broken down, let me know if you want to change it up in any way, but I start with the NFC. Going through southwest, east, and north. Then I go through AFC, same order of divisions. It's fine. And with the Steelers kind of yeah. thing? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Then I go into the NFL awards and then playoff predictions. So let's get started with the NFC, NFC South. First up, these are going to be in order of how I think the divisions are going to pan out. 
So first one to go up is the winner of the division. Last one's the loser. First up, I have the Saints. Saints literally have the easiest schedule in the NFL, facing no quarterbacks better than Matt Stafford and Jared Goff all season long. Obviously, they will not go undefeated, similar to like the Eagles did last year, but I think their schedule alone is enough to win them their division. Derek Carr, though average at best, is a clear step up at the position. Big factors for this team, for me, is their defense and the development of young stars like Chris Olave. Olave. Olave, yeah. Olive Garden. Uh, I don't disagree at all. I mean, that, that division's shit, and they're mm-hmm. the best team in that division. Next up, I have the Falcons. The Falcons, like the Saints, also have a cake schedule. I love the draft pick of Bajon Robinson, and he has the potential to take this team's running game to the next level because we all know this team will not be throwing the ball much better with Riddler. I think the Falcons are in a fortunate position within the NFC since the entire entire conference is a soft. They have a viable chance to make the playoffs off their schedule alone. Crack team. Crack team. They're going to be back to the crack team this year. It's going to be – They never left this crack team. Yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> one one week or the next week or me, like we alternated between teams. Mm-hmm. Then third place in the NFC South, I had the Panthers. The Panthers are a very interesting team coming into the year. Tons of new ads in DJ Chark, Adam Thielen, Miles Sanders, and new quarterback Bryce Young. I've never been a fan of Alabama quarterbacks in the NFL, but this is a good system for Bryce. I do not think the Panthers will be a bottom barrel team, but very mediocre. So, like, I think they'll be better than they were last year, but – it's not going to be like, holy shit, the Panthers are good. They're going to be elevated, but they need a couple years. They'll surprise some teams in the NFC. That's the extent of their talent mm-hmm. for me. Um, who's the best Alabama quarterback? The best Alabama Does quarterback? Jalen Hurts count as it one? Where, eh. He played start in Alabama, got hurt. Yeah, and then went to Oklahoma. In the playoffs, two were replaced, and then he transferred to Oklahoma, where he was a Heisman candidate. So is he, is he? I mean, he definitely counts as Oklahoma, but like, does he count as an Alabama quarterback? I don't. Because he, he didn't do much for Alabama. But he, he had a really good season. Earlier. He brought him to oh, the national title. Uh, okay, never mind. Then he got hurt and Tua took over. Matt, am I right with that? Jalen Hurts brought Bama to the national title and then got hurt and Tua replaced them, right? Was it a national title or was it a playoff game? Cultural playoffs? No, it was definitely at least a playoff game. It was at least a playoff game. Okay. He got hurt. It's either a bowl game in the playoffs or the national title. And then when Tua came in, he won it. Mm-hmm. I think it's the national title. Then Tua came in and won the national title. Okay. And then Jalen Hurts transferred because Tua's going to take his spot. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then last place in the NFC South, the Buccaneers with the losses, Tom Brady. Those seemingly didn't help much last year. It will be a big hit this year. Relying on Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask is not a good for either side. The O-line is in shambles, and they lost Leonard Fournette. This team has the potential to be a top three pick in the draft. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Baker is officially starting. I, I did write this, like, a couple of weeks ago. I made some adjustments throughout the week. Um, top three pick. That's so, an easy division, though. That's, like, top three. It, it, it is, but wins. I still think they're bottom barrel. I'll make my full complaints or disagreements later. Okay. Um. Take it over to the NFC West. First up, 49ers. The 49ers have potentially the best all-around team in the NFL. From an all-star defensive cast that year, in, that year in and year out strikes fear into other teams to skill positions like Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, and Christian McCaffrey, also George Kittle. Not to mention well-coached and seemingly talented young star in Brock Purdy. It is a championship or bust mentality for this team. 
My only concern would come in later in the season. Can they step up to the AFC contender in the Super Bowl if they make it that far after playing a much weaker NFC opponents? I agree with that. I agree with all that sentiment. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I'm really curious to see how Brock Purdy plays this year. Yeah. I, th- I think this system is like – it's hard to fail in this system. Yeah, it is. And he's just good enough where he's going to look good in the system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We put him somewhere else, he's going to suck, I think. Yeah. Uh, next up, I have the Seahawks. The Seahawks were probably the biggest surprise of last season. A Geno Smith-led offense with prospects going to the playoffs. Uh, with young prospects going to the playoffs. Oh, fuck this goddamn fan. The flip of the page. <laughs> this year, will, will, the te- will the team continue the trend this year with the surprises? I think Kenneth Walker and other running back committee the hair have that capability. Plus, with newly drafted wide receivers, this team might have some great new upside. In a lackluster NFC conference, I think this team could continue their surprises. My largest question would be, can their defense step up more this year? Because it definitely hurt them down the stretch after their bye week last year. Also, Najigba got hurt, so that could have... Yeah, it's only a few weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's not like anything that impactful, but it, you know, it, could, it could affect them a little bit. Um, I texted Salter. Hear me? <laughs> um, but yeah, so I have the Seahawks second place in the NFC West. I think it's a good spot for him. I mean, I mean, whole NFC in general. We're, we're kind of getting at it. Yeah, NFC's, I just wanted to get him out of the way. NFC's trash. Mm-hmm. Seahawks slightly are, are above better, trash. Better than the trash. Yeah, yeah. They're better than most of the trash. Mm-hmm. Next up, I have the Rams. All right, so the Rams were such a threat two years ago after selling the house for a Super Bowl. They won that year, and now they're facing the ramifications of it, pun intended. Ew, ramifications. The defense lost some key pieces, and are some are saying the team should also shop Aaron Donald prior to the deadline this year. Where's? Sure, the offense has some pizzazz in Cooper Cup and Matt Stafford, but that can that be sustainable? I think not. And especially after the news you just said. Yeah, Cooper Cup might be out. I was looking at it. He's listed day-to-day, but that's something that if he has re-aggravated it mm-hmm. this much removed from it last year, yeah, yeah. then that's going to be a lingering thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and he's getting older, too. I mean, selling house for a Super Bowl, they they did. They did. It's, yeah. You can't be upset if you're a Rams fan because, like, one, there's not really Rams fans, and two, they won a Super Bowl out of it. Yeah. They did exactly. They knew exactly what they're doing. They knew what they were doing. They made their bed that way. They just got to lay in it. Yeah, they, they they literally said, "Okay, we'll rebuild for the next how many years? <laughs> we're getting a ring out of it, though." Yeah, yeah. And then they did. It's awesome. I, Aaron Donald on the deadline would be huge. Be massive for any team. But Steelers come home. <laughs> I get to see Lurs. Lurs, if you're listening, hire me. If we get Aaron Donald on the uh, deadline, the yeah. first home game back. You gotta do like a I'm coming home yeah. video and yeah. then like it turns into like I'm coming, then it like boom and he runs out the tunnel. Yeah. The whole answer's going fucking crazy for the Penn Hills boy. I got chills. The Penn Hills boy. Yeah. Returning to Heinz Field from playing for there for Pitt and Whipfields and shit. That'd be so sick. That'd be sick. Um last but not least in the NFC West, the Cardinals. Pew pew. Pew 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 pew. See, Explosive. <laughs> Explosives. <laughs> this team will likely be the worst team in the NFL this year. Their best wide receiver is Hollywood Brown. James Conner can be great, but if the team is down 21 points at half, not much target opportunity there for uh, James Conner. Maybe Kyler will at least be able to improve his uh, kill-death ratio on Call of Duty this year. (laughs) Um, So, my work league draft I was talking about before. Yeah. Someone – oh, my my buddy Cam, Hyrie, he – I was doing a really stupid thing. Okay. I was giving people advice the entire night, and he was between – 
James Conner and Kenneth Walker, the pick. Oh. And I said, go Kenneth Walker, because, but I'm a, I like Pitt. I like James Conner. And like the Cardinals going to be bad this year. <laughs> and I said what you wrote exactly. <laughs> when they're down by like three scores, yeah. they're, they're going to be throwing it, not running it. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can get, he'll punch it in the end zones and stuff. But they're not going to be like running like most of the game. Yeah. And he and everyone in the room's like, that's a good point. And mm-hmm. Cam ignored me, took James Conner, and I got Kenneth Walker. That's fine. Like that's the, fine. I wasn't the pick after. You him, did so. reverse psychology on him. I wasn't the pick <laughs> after him. I just it just so happened the next two guys also didn't take Kenneth yeah, Walker. Yeah, yeah, So it wasn't like I didn't even think about mm. when I told him to take Kenneth Walker, I wasn't thinking about like I can get Kenneth Walker. I'm not gonna tell him James Conner. Mm-hmm. It just so happened that worked out that way. But yeah. like, geez. Didn't listen to me. Anyways, moving over to the NFC East, the Beast. First up, I have the Cowboys. That's right. I have the Cowboys winning the division this year. I don't like it either. However, I disagree, but okay. Good. The Cowboys' defense is truly something to be reckoned with at the front seven. Yeah, Trayvon Diggs, I'm looking at you. They also secured Zach Martin for the year to maintain their historically profound O line. And also, the team finally realized that Ezekiel Elliott is washed up, so that's the Tony Pollard show. Plus, injuries did plague this team's wide receiver room last year, so I think the Cowboys will win the division in a tight race with Philly. Plus, the Trey Lance thing, I do think that's going to light a fire under Dak's ass. I was going to say, one thing you didn't account for is Dak Prescott throwing 15 interceptions. I know, I know. But I th- that Trey Lance move, I think it has some upside for Dak Prescott to be better. I, I don't know, man. I just I'm, – let me hear what you say about the Eagles because I, I, think, I think that's wrong. But. All right. Moving over to the Eagles. The Dirty Birds flew into the new season after losing some of their flock. Both the <laughs> That's such like an ESPN headline. Yeah, I know, I know. Both their defensive coordinator and offensive coordinator moved on, which historically can hurt a team in the subsequent year. That being said, the Eagles defense still has amazing players that will keep them afloat. On the other side of the ball, Jalen Hurts will likely continue to grow with uh, the Batman crew, Brown, Smith, and Watkins. Uh, the change up to, with the running back with uh, DeAndre Swift over Miles Sanders on paper seems like a good move, but has Swift really done much in his career besides being hurt? How else did Jamal Williams become such a household name? Still in a weekend of C, the Eagles take uh, the five seed in the wild card in my book. Huge win-loss margin. So, like, there'll be, like, a 10-plus win, five seed. Yeah, I'm, uh, I mean – I do think it's going to be close between the Cowboys and Eagles. Yeah. And you kind of covered all the bases where, like, I don't know how I'd, like, argue against me saying the Eagles over the Cowboys because mm-hmm. your arguments kind of seem like it's a toss-up. You're just picking the Cowboys. Yeah. And in fair. my arguments, like, it's a toss-up. I'm taking the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you're wrong. Like, I mean, I think Jalen Hurts – I think it comes down to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts had arguably an MVP season last year mm-hmm. and could become – Yeah, an offensive MVP season. Yeah. Yeah, an offensive MVP season. Um and where I think I just I might be biased because I just think Dak Prescott is the most overrated quarterback in the league right now. Yeah. And they, so their receiving core is what? CD Lamb, CD Lamb, Gallup. Michael Gallup. Um, they also have they lost their tight end and Schultz. They lost. Yeah, they did lose Schultz, but Mark they, Cooper a few years ago they lost. Yeah. Um, they like, got somebody else decent. Like in my head, it's just CD. Lamb. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Michael Gallup's okay, but he's like a third receiver. But last year, like, remember, like their whole in- their whole wide receiver room was plagued. Yeah, but then they lost. I feel like they lost a lot too. Let me see. Let me look at their. Yeah, yeah. let's let's pull up their depth chart. I'm still sticking with the Cowboys though, because I think they're. I think the one thing is obviously, like you said, uh, their defense with Micah Parsons mm-hmm. is yeah. a top three defender in the league. Mm-hmm. The top three defense defensive players in the league, in my opinion, are Miles Garrett, yeah. T.J. Watt. 
Michael Parsons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, without a doubt. So their receiver core is CeeDee Lamb, mm-hmm. Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is good. Michael Gallup is one, two, three. Yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah. Jake Ferguson's their tight end. Yeah, they got burned. They wanted Dalton Kincaid in the draft, but the Bills got him. Uh, that makes sense. But, all right, next up. The Giants in Dable we trust. Like the Seahawks, the Giants were a major surprise last year. With Dable's leaderships and Barkley's skill, the team upset the team was upset city for a lot of contenders. Uh, in the offseason, this team uh, did pay Snicklefritz for a massive upgrade in tight end with Darren Waller, who will certainly take some go- some good attention off of Saquon. Their defense, though, suspect at times, is good enough to shake down even the toughest offenses on their best day. This team is fun to watch, and I'm excited to watch them play next season. Hot take. Yeah. I think they're going to finish ahead of the Cowboys. Ahead of the Cowboys? That is a hot take. That is a very hot take. It, it they really have a better coach. They have a better system. They have – I'd put Daniel Jones and Dak Prescott on the same level, maybe. I just don't um, see – defense is the issue I see. Defense is the issue, biggest issue. Mm-hmm. But I, I I don't hate it. I see them being like an eight-win, nine-win team. Mm-hmm. I think Mike McCarthy is a bad coach. For the Cowboys. Yeah. This, this would be the best division in the NFC. Without a doubt. Overall division, absolutely. I think, yeah. I think you're going to get three playoff teams out of it. Potentially. Potentially three. Definitely two. So you're going to have the four. You're going to have the three. Yeah, I can see two of the three wild cards being Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, Giants, Cowboys, Eagles. I guarantee Eagles, Cowboys. Weren't I? Those three were in the playoffs last year, weren't they? The Cowboys, Giants. Did the Giants snake in or the they, Seahawks? They lost, they lost to the Eagles in the playoffs. Uh, okay, okay. They, yeah. they beat the Vikings yeah. the first round. Remember the Kirk Cousins threw yeah. short of the line in the mm-hmm. game? So that was the first round. That was wild card weekend. They won. Yeah. And they got blown out by the Eagles in the divisional round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, last but not least, I have the Commanders. Possibly a top three pick in next year's draft. The Commanders really don't have much going for them. They lost arguably their most electric player to the free agency in Taylor Heineke. At least the Commanders fans can be happy they won't see Dan Snyder anymore. I'm still rooting for Brian Robinson Jr., though. Just ain't your year. Just ain't I your think year. they're going to be better than they were last year, but last year they were not good. Garbage. So I think they're going to improve this year, but they're still going to be a bad team. It'll be like a five-win team. A top three pick? I don't think so. I can see it. I think they are more – I think – who's the first one you said top three pick? And I was like, I don't know. The Bucks. I think they're going to finish better than the Bucks. Yeah. Because yeah. Sam Howell – Probably not going to be great, personally. No. Watching him, the eye test, he does not pass, pass the eye test for me. Mm-hmm. But you still got uh, a tandem running backs of Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. You still got Terry McLaurin when he's healthy. Mm-hmm. You still got Curtis Samuel. You still got Dotson, who's another good receiver. Yeah. You got Logan Thomas as a tight end. Nah. You still got, uh, if, if, and this year they have a healthy, what's his face? Chase Young. He's finally healthy again. And he won defense. Yeah, that's probably the, the biggest year. factor for them. If he plays, and he plays as good as he did his rookie season healthy, then I think the Commanders are not a top three pick. Okay, but if they if he plays and gets traded, mm-hmm. like a lot of people were speculating for this whole offseason, then I do think maybe you're possibly. But they're because their offense is good, but their line's not good enough where they're like they have good skill position players. Yeah, yeah. Like those receivers I just named, Curtis Samuel, McLaurin, and Dotson. Those are pretty mm-hmm. solid receiving core. All right. It's just you don't have anyone to throw to, and there's no time for the person who you have to throw. It. Yeah. So I don't know. All right. I think I think it comes down to Chase Young. All right, the NFC North. This is where I might get hate. First up, I have the Vikings. I've been seeing a lot, and I mean a lot of analysts bashing the Vikings. Look, I get it. The lines are fun. 
Personally, I enjoy the Lions more, and I root for them in more situations. But let's get realistic here. The Vikings have a better quarterback, mm-hmm. wide receiver, and running back, and is better coached. I know I like Dan Cable, too, but we, including myself, shat on the Vikings last year for their point differential, yet they still won in those close games, and that is all coaching. It will be a tight race for this division, don't get me wrong, but I give the edge to the Vikings. Next season, I doubt I'll be saying the same thing, though. I just think Justin Jefferson's such a force. I don't disagree with this at all. Okay, I'm happy. I was nervous about this one. I was typing it up. (laughs) I think... Because I truly think it. I mean... I love the Lions, but like people are taking the Lions like to win the division. I'm like, I don't know about that. I can see the Lions win the division, but if you put a gun to my head, I'd still pick the Vikings to win that division. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you have the experienced quarterback in Kirk Cousins. Jared Goff yep. w- went to a Super Bowl. Yeah. He's, he, I think he's way underrated. Mm-hmm. I think people don't give enough credit. And last year, you kind of proved that. Yeah. But I also think the Vikings' defense is better. I mm-hmm. also think, I don't know. I like the Lions more than the Vikings, but I think the Vikings are a better team. Yeah. yeah. I and I, gonna, I, I think, think that Miles Gaskin adds is mm-hmm. huge, too. I think it's going to be close in that division. It will. It will. Those top two spots. I'm thinking close. about buying a Lions jersey this year. Wow. Because I really, wow. really, really like St. Brown. Well, speaking of the Lions, they're next up. Okay, but that being said, how fucking fun are the Lions? Such a great young, talented <laughs> core for their skill positions. A stellar O-line and a gritty defense. This team has some strange ads in David Montgomery and then drafting Jameer Gibbs and Hendon Hooker. I'm not going to lie, I think this team really takes off when Goff passes the torch to Hooker. So once Goff's out and Hooker's in, I think this is going to be where the team like really takes the you limelight. You think Jared Goff is going to be the Alex Smith to yeah, yeah. Hendon Hooker's Mahomes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I, th- I think I could see Cause it. Because Al- Alex Smith was a hell of a quarterback for years. He was, he was, he was. And Jared Goff is too. He went to the Super Bowl and lost, mm-hmm. Alex Smith. Guess mm-hmm. who else went to the Super Bowl and lost? Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Jared Goff. I, I could see Hennon Hooker taking this team to the next level, like, once he is ready. Yeah, you not know, this year Once it all. gets set up, I don't think it's this year. I think it's, like, next year. Or two years, maybe, even. Maybe two years, yeah. But. So, this year, he's still going to be – he's probably going to dress everything like that, but he's still coming off an ACL tear mm-hmm. from a running quarterback that's tough. Yeah. Oh, my God, Utah. Nice. I bet him four and a half. Let's go. And they, their defense immediately shut down Florida, and they immediately hit a long bomb. <laughs> It's, it's so awesome. All right, next up I got the Bears. Chicago did some really interesting things this past offseason. They brought in DJ Moore, uh, Yannick Nakui, Mercedes Lewis, and Robert Tanyan, bringing in some solid pieces for Justin Fields to work with. Fields himself really lit it up in the latter half of the previous season, and I expect his growth to continue. The defense is my biggest issue for the Bears, and personally I just don't think they stack up to the rest of the league. They're going to be so much better than they were last year. Mm-hmm. They'll be fine. But they're not – yeah, you're right. Yeah. Their defense sucks. They'll be like a 6-7 win team, I yeah. think. They'll upset like a couple of teams. You know what I mean? It's, it's going to be one of those like don't sleep on the Bears. Like they can win. Five, six, seven yeah, – five to six wins I can see. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to be in the same level as the Commanders personally. But. Okay, okay. Uh, then next I've got the Packers. The Cheeseheads got, the Cheeseheads got graded losing Aaron Rodgers over the offseason. This team really is a shell of itself from two years ago. Some people are hyping up Jordan Love, but I don't buy it. He had multiple chances to impress and never did. The Packers could be a uh, top five pick. I'm going to say top five pick in the draft easily. I disagree. Disagree with top five pick? I disagree that they're going to finish below the Bears. Really? I think they're still going to beat the Bears. 
Really? Twice. I mean, they have a decent defense, and but they have Aaron Jones. Jahir Alexander is one of the best corners in the league. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. still got a decent offense by defense. Offense. Christian I mean, Watson's like, fun. Christian Watson's fun. Aaron Jones is good. Jordan Love is might not be Aaron Rodgers good at any by any means. I still think they're gonna they can beat the Bears. I don't know. This is one of those you just have to wait and see, I guess. Because like, Jordan I, Love to me is like a better version of Mason Rudolph. Which Mason Rudolph, I think, could, well, that team also could beat the Bears. <sighs> the Bears' defense is so bad. We we're just talking about how bad they are. It is, but the, like at I, least, at least they're the Green Packers' defense is the only thing that really was not that touched by the Aaron Rodgers. I think the Packers have a tougher schedule though. Okay, yeah, I didn't consider. I didn't consider schedule, so maybe I think because I, I took that into account as well, mm-hmm. and. Because they won their division last year. Or, no, they didn't win. They got, came in second, so they're playing better competition. But now they have less talent, so they're playing a tougher schedule. Did they come in second? I think they did. Because the Lions beat them last week to keep them out of the playoffs. Uh, maybe, oh, you, know, you might be right, actually. They might have got third. Um, but, all right, that's, that's the NFC. Let's take it over to the AFC. Leading off with the AFC South. First up, I have the Jaguars. The Jaguars were another huge surprise by the end of last season. The team had some great pieces in Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, Evan Egram, and a very niche wide receiver receiver room. Coach Doug Peterson really brought the group together effectively, and being in the easiest division in the AFC, I think the Jaguars have this in the bag. The question is how tough, how how, can they hold it up to, uh, to the top dogs in this conference, like once the playoffs come in? Trevor should continue to grow into the prospect he was delivered in as his, in his draft class, and the defense needs a few more pieces to really be in this juggernaut category. Maybe not this year, but for a deep playoff run, but it is on the horizon. There's no arguments there. I mean, this division's god-awful. Mm-hmm. This is up there with the uh, NFC South for the worst division. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next up, I have the Colts. Uh, don't... Yeah, I, know, I I was reading it ahead. I I think I didn't make this adjustment. I think you should walk. Yeah, I'm gonna take Titans in two. I agree. I agree. Boy, this team really collapsed quickly, eh? Yeah, yeah. Derrick Henry is a beast, we know, but Tannehill got benched from Malik Willis last season, and now Willis might not even make the cut. He actually did make the cut. It was kind of crazy. Uh, plus, they drafted Will Levis. The GM here has no idea what to expect from his quarterbacks, and frankly, I do not blame him. Still, with a guy like Derrick Henry, you, do, you don't need to be a Tom Brady type of quarterback to win games for the team. Despite that all, I have the Titans at second in the AFC South. Yeah, I think the addition of Hopkins is going to help a young Traylon Burks mm-hmm. kind of emerge this season. Yeah, yeah. And I think Tannehill is going to be good enough to get the ball to one of the most explosive wide receivers ever. Yeah. Just enough. Just enough. Where I think that just enough. the swap you made is good. You yeah, know? if if it wasn't for Jonathan Taylor being guaranteed out four weeks, I would have kept the Colts Most likely there. the whole season. Yeah, yeah, I would have kept the Colts there. Because the Colts, I think, some of the worst teams in the NFL this year. Yeah, I have the Colts at three, though. Colts, on the other hand, were the biggest disappointments of last season, namely through the injury and struggle of running back Jonathan Taylor, who has since requested a trade and is being denied. But since I wrote this, he got approved for the trade, then couldn't find a trade, and now he's on the physically unable to perform list for four weeks. <laughs> Ugh. But uh, don't forget this team's defense also crapped the bed last year. I won't show away this team off entirely to have a bad season, but without a young star running back and having a rookie quarterback, it can get dicey on offense. Though I like Anthony Richardson, he may have a very tropey rookie year struggles. 
depending with the competition, dealing with the competition in the AFC. I think Anthony Richardson's going to be good. Yeah. I just think this team is not good. I, I think it would be like – he'll have like a rookie season. You know what I mean? He'll have like a good amount of interceptions but also a good amount of touchdowns. I think he'll be in the mix for rookie offensive rookie of the year. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree. I, and agree. I think he's going to be better than this other guy in this division. Yeah, and then last but not least, I have the Texans. The Texans are just a travesty. I love their enthusiasm in the draft, taking the second and third overall picks, but C.J. Stroud ain't it. The guys look terrible all preseason, and he's yet to beat out Davis Mills for the starting job. He actually just did beat out Davis Mills for the starting job. Uh, the offense skill positions for this team are abysmal outside of Damon Pierce, and the defense is like Swiss cheese that was left out of the fridge for a week. This team will be a uh, top pick in the draft next year, which seems to be the biggest highlight for Texans fans year in and year out. Yeah, I agree. I agree with all that. I mean, I think Matt uh, Stalterbecker gave us a thumbs down for CJ Stroud. Your CJ Stroud. Uh, he's take. garbage. He's a high state guy. Ow. Um, he feel like failed the quarterbacks quiz. <laughs> I I just remember watching. Oh. I just remember watching his I've first seen him preseason. On the field. Yeah. I said we. I remember me and Garrison here on, a couple weeks ago in the first preseason week. Watching the first preseason game with him, and he threw an interception, then fumbled, that got called back, and then had <laughs> yeah. like he sucked so bad that Davis Mills came in and started like threw a uh, touchdown. He had like two turnovers on one play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's bad. I don't think it's be good. I don't think it helps that they have no one else around. I think him. Will Anderson will be good. Yeah, I think the Will edge. Anderson will be amazing. Yeah, I think he'll be good. But I think C.J. Stroud is the type that you need to plug him into a. A team with a line, yeah, yeah, and like people around him to make him good, and yeah. How do you not take Anthony Richardson with that second pick? Yeah, that's crazy to me. I think CJ Stroud would do better in the Colts system than he would. I think will. I think in two years, Will Levis will be better than CJ Stroud. I think Will Levis is gonna be pretty good too. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have that dog. He's gonna be mad about that draft, dude. He's gonna he's gonna stink on me. You took him in our. Uh, Huh? Me and you took him in our dynasty league. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I think I think so too. Uh, all right, take it over to the AFC West. First up, I have the Chiefs. Do I really have to say much here? This team lost Tyree Kill and got better. I'm slowly hating this team like I did the Patriots for the past two decades, but I do respect their greatness. The defense has always been a question as well with as well as the wide receiver room in recent years. But each year, Patrick Mahomes carries the team to glory. I expect the same until they prove me wrong. I um. I won't hate this team until they get rid of Travis Kelsey. Okay. I, I like love that. Travis I Kelsey. Like, yeah, me too. Me and, too. And yeah. And he makes him not make me not hate them. Yeah. And then the second he retires, yeah. then I'll start treating him like the Patriots. He's definitely like an early retire kind of guy. He's not it's not early. He's been a while, around a while. Has he? He's thirty if I had to guess on my head thirty two to thirty four in. Damn. And for tight ends that's Is he gonna retire the number one tight end of all time? Uh, absolutely. I think so. I, I think him and Gronk, he's 33. I think Gronk, if he kept playing, would be better. And I think but... Gronk, they're two different tight ends. Gronk is a pound mm-hmm. of the ground, like blocking tight end. And yeah. Travis Kelsey is more of a bigger receiver. So they're mm-hmm. two different play styles are different. But I think by the end of it, it's going to be Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Um, I just love Travis Kelsey, too, because the summer camp I used to work out, he went as a camper, so I've been rooting for him ever since he was drafted, honestly. Gotcha. Uh, next up, I have the Broncos. I know some of you may be laughing at me here. I was probably the number one advocate against Russell Danger Wilson last season, and it panned out so well. You, okay. Yeah, I'm going to get it. Okay, okay. <laughs> that being said, this year I turned into a leaf, just like the Broncos themselves. 
Sean Payton is an excellent head coach and will like and will really hammer home a tough, gritty attitude to a winning mentality. I think he will revitalize Russell into a much better player, similar to his glory days. This team will also have uh, previous up and coming running back Javante Williams as well, at least for a few weeks. Cortland Sutton. Uh, the team never lost their defensive players, and last season they were just starting from the 50-yard line most drives, which can you blame them? In my opinion, Peyton rejuvenates his offense, and the defense falls suit. Or you I have two things. Yeah. One, I'm not going to say because you say it in the next line and the next one. Yeah. Um, but two, when when Trump Peyton was hired, yeah, I said what you said about the Broncos, and you just laughed at me. And I, now, I, now you're right in your I sat on it. I sat on it. I, when as soon as he got hired, I was like, yeah. dude, I think, you can, I think you can turn Russell around. You're like, there's no way. <laughs> and you were like, just like, no. I was. I was a piece of shit. I was a piece of shit. But I learned and my way. the second thing I was going to say is what you're saying. Yeah, the Chargers. So this team is one of my favorites, but God, do they love to disappoint me. Yeah, I was saying, you, you love the Chargers. I do love the Chargers. You're putting three. Uh, this team is loaded on both offense and defensive talent, yet due to injury, bad coaching, and sometimes just bad luck, this team crumbles under the pressure. Though I love Austin Eckler, he's not only trying to leave the team for more money, but he is getting old for running backs, given that he is uh, 60% of their offense, and will, at, that will be a huge loss when the day comes that he is unavailable. The Chargers also lost their stud backup, Justin Jackson, to free agency, and I hope the and I hope and root for this team to do better, but given their history and competition in the AFC, I have them a third of the AFC West. Don't disagree. Don't disagree. All right. And last up, I have the Raiders. Just because this team is fourth in the AFC West does not mean they are to be trifled with. The Raiders are one of the grittiest middle-of-the-road teams, giving their team a chance to win most Sundays. This year could be different with the with – the, oh, I said with the loss of Josh Jacobs, but he's going to be back, so it'll be fine. Uh, he may – play but da, da, da. the other big change for this team was losing longtime Raider Derek Carr they banked on Brady and now they got Jimmy Garoppolo which is the most plateau plateauing move I've seen by an NFL team in a while yeah Devontae Adams is holy hell good but a stud wide receiver can't carry a team to glory unless he's named Calvin Johnson and by glory I mean first round exit in the playoffs with Calvin Johnson <laughs> yeah um I don't disagree with this division at all I agree with everything you said Okay. It just sucks as we go through the NFC. We'll, AFC, we'll see. The exception of the AFC South, every division has at least three playoff teams. Yeah. <laughs> it's That's insane. what I mean. It's That's insane I mean. how much better the AFC is. All right. The AFC East, first up, I got the Bills. The Bills are eerily similar to the Chiefs for me in this division. Taking them any lower than winning the division seems off. The team didn't lose any real players to change that for me, nor did they get many to help me make my decision easier. Thus, I expect the same outcome. Now, I say this each and every year, but damn it, this team needs a competent running back committee. Josh Allen running 50-plus yards a game is not feasible for the longevity of his career. I like uh, the Naheem Hines addition to the running back room, but he's out for the year due to an ACL tear, so we're back to the drawing board. So they have James Cook as their running back right now, I think. Yeah, the Bills and a running back are just two things that will never work. <laughs> They'll never figure it out. They'll never figure out how <laughs> to get a good And how back. many running backs were like flirting with teams this offseason? And they didn't make a move on one, or at least that we know of. At least at least get the Glenn Fournette. Yeah, yeah. Playoff money would be sick for that team. But all right, next up, the Jets. This team is the most perplexing to me. <laughs> on one hand, my Jets biases is saying, all we needed was a quarterback and we got one and more. This team is super bore bust. On the other hand, I'm getting 8-8 eight eight Eagles dream team vibes. I really hope it's the former. 
And I think this new I think if new sensation Sauce Gardner continues to decimate opposing wide receivers, and Aaron Rodgers with the help of Dalvin Cook, Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, and company can at least put up 24 points a game, this team can really be neck and neck with the Bills. What a Week One matchup that we're going to have there. Yeah, yeah. All I can really say is yeah, because they're not beating the Bills in the division. They're going to be good. I don't think you're. I don't think you're going to get the eight and eight Eagles dream team, but. You're getting the vibes. I don't think it's going to happen. I'm worried about that. <laughs> if it sorry. happens, it's because how crazy his AFC is. Yeah, yeah. But, next. I mean, up. I think Garrett Wilson yeah, he's is going to take an insane leap. Mm-hmm. Brees Hall, too. Yeah, Brees Hall. I People are kind of sleeping on Brees Hall because they got Dalvin Cook. And mm-hmm. everyone's kind of like, yeah. Brees Hall is an RB1 still. Mm-hmm. Maybe not week one or two because he's still, they're still, don't want to rush him back too soon, but like still. Yeah. Uh, next up, the Dolphins. God, this team was electric last year. The new kids on the block behind Mike McDaniels. The Dolphins are just running teams on some new age coaching tactics. This guy's like a liberal Bill Belichick just breaking the system. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle is the best wide receiver tandem in the NFL. The committee of stud running backs they have is borderline comical. The defense is electric and fearsome. This team reminds me of a younger 49ers, which is funny because that's where Mike McDaniels came from. Uh, Tua looks good last. Tua looked good last year as well. If he could stay healthy, the team can be a force to be reckoned with. I do have them third in the AFC East here, but quite honestly, this division will be very close between the three hard hitting options. Yeah, I think it depends on how Tua plays. One, yeah, yeah, and how the defense plays with Jalen Ramsey missing a few weeks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but I, I agree. I mean, th- this division's tough. This yeah. Tough. Last but not least, in the uh, AFC East, the Patriots. God, it's good to see this team here. After decades of rooting against this team, it's almost poetic. Mac Jones is not the guy. If the team moves on to Zappy, which they decided they're going to keep with Mac Jones. <laughs> uh, the offensive skill positions are weak. I mean, they're featuring Juju, Zeke, and Devontae Parker. I mean, the best thing and is... Gusecki. Don't And Gusecki. The best team this thing has going for them is defense. But, oh, wait, did I mention they are playing against the toughest schedule in the league this year? Yeah, I'm thinking this team is a top 10 pick in the draft next year. I would argue and say... They're top three. Top three or five. Wow. I think, I think they're going to be bad. I, bad. I didn't want to do that to them, but so you they, might look be at this right. division. I think they can lose twice to the Dolphins, twice to the Jets, yeah. twice to the Bills. Yeah. Right there, that's six losses. Yeah, it is. And then the toughest the toughest S- schedule, schedule, like, I don't know, man. It's going to be tough for them. I mean, it's, it's tough to say Belichick's going to have a top three pick. <laughs> it's Bill Belichick. <laughs> yeah. But, oh, like, man. I don't know. Like, they don't have... Even their defense is not even that good. They have, uh, what's his name? Judon. Outside of Judon, who else do they have on defense? Who's relevant? I don't even know. Yeah, I'm going to look up their depth Sometimes right. I feel like they still have the McCordy twins. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I know yeah. they don't. <laughs> is Hightower still there? He's washed at this point anyway. So he is, yeah. Like... They might have uh, a good, like, lineman. Let's see, but Patriots depth chart. Like, I think they could be a top five, top three. Yeah, like, pick. people are riding high on their defense, and I'm like, I don't know, man. They're going to be playing the toughest schedule. Like, I think Warren Sky is decent. He's on the. Yeah, he is good. He is good. Jabril Peppers. Jabril Peppers. Well, they, yeah, they got that uh, corner rookie. Uh, the, uh, yeah. Gonzalez. Christian yeah. Gonzalez from Oregon. Mm-hmm. If he's good, then, yeah, okay, that's, that's probably – he's probably the second or third best player on that defense. He's yeah, but we just had Sauce Gardner pan out. We're not going to have another guy pan out that well. 
Yeah, and if he Joey does, Porter. though, like, I don't know, that offense, Mac Jones is not the guy at all. Mm-hmm. Mac Jones, quite frankly, sucks. Yeah, he does suck. Zeke sucks. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, Zeke was decent his first couple years. Then he just fell off, fell off a cliff. Yeah, yeah. Um, Juju is their best receiver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Like, I don't know. That's great. I think I think because how tough the AFC is, mm-hmm. they're they're gonna be a top five pick. All right, I like it. And last but not least, the AFC North. Here we go. First up, the Bungles. I mean, come on. No, 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 no. I, I looked ahead. I looked ahead. <laughs> okay. I looked ahead. First up, the Bungles. Joe Burrow may be missing a few weeks, but I like. I I think this team will be fine. The line improved immensely with the signing of Orlando Brown, which will be huge in keeping Burrow healthy. The wide receiver room is obviously scary with Chase and Higgins, but the biggest improvement of the team made in the offseason was easily getting rid of cornerback Eli Apple. The defense is much is much better with that alone. The team should win the AFC North pretty handedly. Eh. I I realistically I do think they win it pretty easily. Eh. They'll be like I'll three save to four I'll save all comments. Ahead. I'll save all, all comments right, for right. the end. Next up, the Steelers. Hey, there we go. Steelers. Here, here we go. Pittsburgh's going to the Super Bowl. Uh could be my biases here, but the Steelers' defense is shaping up to be one of, if not the best, in the NFL. Minka, TJ, Ogunjobi, Highsmith, Hayward, not to mention new additions to the secondary with Patrick Peterson and Joey Porter Jr. The training camp video surfacing and the preseason games played is making the Steelers look like the biggest surprise to come out of the new year. On the offensive side, we beefed up our O-line. We should see some vast improvements to not only our wide receiver, George Pickens, but also with quarterback Kenny Pickett. The tough AFC will... The AFC is tough to make the playoffs, uh, but I certainly do not think it's impossible to achieve for this team. Um, I also like to say there's a lot of other defensive players too. Like uh, the preseason really shook out like that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Eldon something who got from the Dolphins, one linebacker. Okay. Uh, and then Herbig showed oh, yeah, amazing. Yeah. He's going to be behind Highsmith, but like mm-hmm. when you put him in, like he's going to be pretty damn good. Um, and then Quan Alexander too, the yeah. other linebacker we got mm-hmm. in the offseason. That's great. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I think we're gonna be good. I get what you're saying, but I think we're gonna be good. Next up, the Ravens, the dirtier birds. The Ravens always seem to figure it out in a weird way. Obviously, Lamar is their biggest reason, but this year they got some spicy new ads with OBJ and the return from injury of J.K. Dobbins. Sorry, Eland and Roberts is just saying before. Gotcha, gotcha. The defense has always been great, and now they added Clowney to assist them as well. The team will be in the hunt alongside the Steelers and Browns for second place. I do not see them surpassing the Bengals, barring injury. Uh, okay. and, and last but not least, the Browns. After settling on 24 civil suits, we finally see the full return of Deshaun Watson. <laughs> Browns fans are hoping for a happy ending and will likely force one out if it's, it isn't delivered. Browns have been notorious for running the ball at you. At you for the duration of your appointment with them. (laughs) Whether you wanted them to do it or not. Some may call it assault, but Browns fans call it a Sunday afternoon. Jokes aside, I think Watson won't equate to much after all the money he earned. And this team will finish fourth in the AFC North. That's funny. I like all your jokes. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I I started with a couple. I was like, I should just pile it on. It's not like a weekend update. (laughs) Um, So I, I, I disagree with your standings here. Yeah. Uh, overall. Okay. Steelers are. I think Steelers are going to go 16 and 1. Okay. 16 and 1. Yeah. 16 and 1. 49ers week 1. So, <laughs> okay. 
They're going to lose the 49ers week one that goes 16 straight, <laughs> rip 16 straight. Um, Get the loss out or way I early. do agree with the rest, though. I think the Ravens going to be three. I think the Browns are going to be four. I agree with what you're saying about Deshaun Watson. I mean, I think he's going to be – I think he's gonna be better than he was last year because it's way yeah yeah because he has you, a whole you can, practice you can just, yeah and like last year he was so bad when mm-hmm. he came back so like he's gonna be better than that but I don't think he's gonna be worth the money he's making yeah and I think the Browns defense just because they have Miles Garrett people make it like that defense is like something to fuck like not to fuck with yeah it's like they it's only have like, Miles Garrett yeah yeah they got rid of everybody else Denzel Ward is the most overrated secondary player mm-hmm. I think in the league yeah people make it like he's like a top three nah cornerback or safety whatever the fuck he plays nah. and he's so overrated mm-hmm. and that's the only other person on their defense who's like worth a damn yeah exactly so their defense is so bad their offense has a okay line a great running game in nick chubb and then if deshaun watson plays decent you have a good core with like uh Mari cooper elijah moore mm-hmm. people's jones yeah but i don't know i, I think they're definitely last year ravens there's going to be a big leap with OBJ, like you're saying, and Mark, he's fine as a receiver. But mm-hmm. like, I don't think it'll pan out that so much. Good. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. this division's arguably one of the best in the league. Yeah, probably outside of the AFC West. I'd say... I'd say pound for pound, they're probably better. Than the Chiefs, Broncos, the Chargers, Chiefs, and Bengals Raiders? match up. Yeah. Uh, Raider, Ravens... Uh, Broncos, us Broncos, us Chargers, them Ravens Chargers. I don't know. I think the Browns are better than the Raiders. I give them a slight edge. Browns are way better than the Raiders. Possibly. Possibly. All right. And I think us and the Ravens can both beat both the Broncos and the Chargers pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, Next up, NFL awards. So I didn't really do like a whole breakdown. I just said my favorites. Granted, this was like a week and a half ago that I made these, so the lines might have adjusted. But MVP – Quarterback Josh Allen, he's plus 750. Wrong. Okay. Can you pick it? <laughs> Offensive MVP, running back Christian McCaffrey, is plus 1,600. Wrong. Who, Najee Harris? George Pickens. George Pickens, that's right. Yeah, I should have known better. No. Defensive MVP, TJ Watt. Correct. Plus 750. Correct. Good call there. Rookie of the year, Bajon Robinson, is plus 250. But I don't hate Anthony Richardson, a plus 700. Yeah. Anthony Richardson's not bad. I think Bijan Bijan's the obvious choice, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think Anthony Richardson's going to pan out pretty mm-hmm. well. Uh, can I go back to TJ real quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you see him on Pat McAfee? No, no. Pat McAfee said that if he breaks the 22-and-a-half sack record, mm-hmm. uh, Pat McAfee's doing $500,000 to whatever charity TJ Watt picks. Oh, yeah. He, he was on the show, and they are they're talking about like yeah. how good he's going to be this year and how mm-hmm. he's basically going to win defensive player MVP again. Yeah, he has to um, But he said uh, – yeah, if you break that record, I'll do it. I'll do that. And TJ Watt's like, bet. I'm in. <laughs> so I think he's going to have a crazy year. And I hope so. Pat McAfee cited how good Highsmith and Herbig, like both mm-hmm. Herbig and Highsmith, are going to be against, like on the other side. Yeah. That's going to give him more opportunity. More opportunity to do shit. And uh, yeah, I just, I just like the fact that Pat McAfee's all in on TJ Watt this year. Mm-hmm. Um, comeback player of the year. If it is DeMar Hamlin at minus 300, I will lose my mind. It better not be Demar Hamlin. But Russell Wilson at plus twenty five hundred. That seems fun. That seems fun, but they love giving it to guys with injuries. They do, they do, and it's just annoying. And like, like Russell Wilson played the entire year. It's like I get it. Yeah, like, who was hurt last year? A Cooper Cup. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's annoying. 
It's it's not gonna be Demar Hamlin because Demar Hamlin's not gonna play. It might be though, just because it's like a fucking. Well, that's why I bet Brian Robinson last year. Yeah, the guy who got shot and comes comes back and it didn't nowhere close. It came it came down to the injury. Demar Hamlin, I, God love him. I'm happy he's okay. Central boy, pit boy. Mm-hmm. He's not good. Yeah, yeah. He's a third string safety at best. Uh, and then coach of the year, I gave it to Sean Payton and plus eleven hundred. Not bad, not bad. So those are those are my predictions. But last but not least, wrapping it up with the playoff predictions. So NFC standings. Number one seed in the bye week, the 49ers. Okay. Then at the two spot, the Cowboys, three Vikings, four Saints. So those are your division winners. Mm-hmm. I already just explained my uh, uh, disagree with the Cowboys. I made an incorrect thing there. Five should be Eagles, then six Lions, seven Bears. Uh, Bears aren't making the playoffs, bud. Huh? I don't think the Bears are making the playoffs. I think Giants. I think Giants, yeah. I think it's going to be... 49ers, Eagles, Vikings, Saints, Cowboys, Lions. Oh, wait, I actually Giants. did put the Lions at five. <laughs> oh, well, I contradicted myself, but it's okay. Um, But, yeah, that's my NFC standings. Yeah, so I, I, I disagree, but it's okay. I'd say I swap Cowboys in the wild card, Eagles in the division, and replace the Giants with the Bears. I don't think the Bears – the Bears are good, but they're we said it when you – they're winning five, six games. Yeah, but it might be enough for playoffs in the NFC. Yeah, six wins. <laughs> you can't go six and eleven and make the playoffs. The Giants are going to be six that and eleven. Would be hilarious. The Falcons are going to be more than that too. Oh, I should have put the Falcons there. Falcons or Giants? Yeah, I just didn't think about the Falcons. Um, then the AFC, I got number one, the Bills. Number two, the Chiefs. Okay. Number three, the Bungles. Number four, the Jaguars. Steelers three, but okay. Number five, I have the Jets. Six, I have the Broncos. Seven, I have the Steelers. Steelers sneak in. Uh, then mm-hmm. you would have your super wildcard weekend matchups for the NFC. You have the Cowboys versus the Bears, the Vikings versus the Eagles, and the Saints versus the Lions. Then the AFC. You'd have Lions, the- Eagles, Cowboys, sorry. Okay. Uh, AFC, you'd have the Chiefs versus Steelers, Bungles versus Broncos, and Jaguars versus Jets. Jets, Bengals, because you'll be in Cincy, not mile high. And Steelers. Then uh, take it over the next week, the divisional round. I'd have the 49ers, the one seed, facing the Eagles. Okay. And the Cowboys versus the Lions. Okay. I, Cowboys versus Lions would be fun. They'd be fun. It would be fun. And I'd argue, honestly, probably, if this is real life, I'd put money on the Lions. That's that's fair. They'd that's probably fair. be the, the Cowboys would probably be like minus like five, four yeah. and a half, five. Uh, and then the AFC divisional round, you'd have the Bills versus the Jets and the Chiefs versus Mm-mm. the Broncos. Mm-mm. What? It'd be Steelers, Bills. Oh, gosh. Jets Broncos. Then your championship. Nathaniel Hackett versus Sean Payton. All right. But Jets Broncos, Nathaniel Hackett. That would be fun. But nah. Yeah, Stillers. We're going to beat the Chiefs. Championship weekend. You have the NFC, the 49ers versus the Cowboys. And then the AFC, if you ask me, you have the Bills versus Chiefs. If you ask Ryan, you have the Bills versus Steelers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the Super Bowl. I have the 49ers versus the Bills. If you ask Ryan, you have the 49ers versus the Steelers. Mm-hmm. And I have the Bills winning. If you ask Ryan, he has the Steelers winning. 16-1. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was torn on this playoff prediction. Having the Bills 49ers, all Steelers jokes aside, isn't a very, very good prediction. 
the Bills 49ers yeah. isn't a good prediction? Is. Oh, okay, I thought, <laughs> I thought you were No, 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 it is a good prediction. Like, I like it. It just seems so boring. <laughs> I mean, 49ers, I think, are going to win the NFC. I think the yeah. Eagles... I think the Eagles are better than you're giving them credit for. But... The 49ers are better. But the 49ers... They could have easily beat the Eagles this year if they didn't have Christian McCaffrey <laughs> running quarterback plays. Yeah, yeah they got robbed last like year. Like, it was they, the most really unfortunate did. series of events ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. As long as they have healthy quarterbacks and everyone's healthy, I think yeah. the 49ers would, would have won that game against the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I So, I, I, I don't hate them winning the NFC. And the Bills, I mean, the Chiefs got a chance. So, Bills, Chiefs, and Bengals are all on the same level, in my opinion. And it's just like who are you gonna take? The Bengals had a chance a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Chiefs won last year. I yeah. think it's the Bills' turn. Yeah, it is the Bills' turn. I hope they get it too. The only thing is, I think if it's 49ers, Bills, 49ers are gonna win. 49ers are gonna. I win. think the Bills are cursed. They're never gonna win a Super. They're Bowl. just never gonna win with this team. They're n- and any team. The Bills aren't gonna. See, win Super I'm Bowl. thinking they're the gonna f- go to Super Bowls. I Bills. was under the mindset the 49ers are gonna be playing the cake NFC teams through the playoffs, and then they're gonna show up and they're gonna be like, oh fuck, like. These AFC these AFC teams are nuts. Yeah, but I also think the Bills just about the history. Yeah, yeah. That's just gonna that's just gonna be all pressure. It is gonna be a lot of pressure. Dude, Florida's coming back. Dude, what happened to Utes? The Utes had a great first defensive stand. That's only the first. All right, that's your NFL preview for the 2023-2024 season. With that, let's take it over to top five board games. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Talking Dirty Top 5. All right. And now we take it over to Top 5, where we invite our good friend on, Himalayan Stultz. Some of you know him as Moot. Moot. <laughs> How you doing today, Matt? Thanks for coming on. I'm good, guy. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. So, yeah, we uh, we invited you on because we got Top 5 board games we're rolling with for this Top 5. Um... Yeah, you're sort of a board game connoisseur yourself. Yeah, I learned from the best. My roommates in college were big into board games. Okay, okay, okay. So uh, we did a spin before this uh, recording, and you got the first overall pick. Um, So, yeah, you want to take it away? Take it away? Yeah, uh, this one's a clear choice. I'm going Settlers of Catan, number one overall. Fuck you. Fuck you. uh, I think it's like a great game, and its replayability is great. Fuck! I thought I could get that in the third. Uh, I've never played Settlers Catan. It's so good. Catan, whatever it is, I know. I, I know what it is. I know it's like a beloved one, so mm-hmm. I didn't have it on my board. But I think it's a good first pick. But oh yeah, I, I want to do a little more intro with Matt real quick. Before okay. We, uh, okay. Good. Sorry, but Matt has been wanting to do this for. What a few weeks now, month now. I, <laughs> I I floated by him the one week, and he had to go on a bachelor party. Whenever I was in command of the board, yeah, I picked this. I was gonna do this topic, but I didn't want to do it without Matt because Matt is a big board game nerd. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I definitely am. Uh, he goes to this board game shop nearby with a blind shopkeeper. Yeah, I forget his name, but he's a really cool guy, and uh, uh, he should give me a discount. <laughs> if you're listening, shout out to the blind guy. Uh, guy, guy works at the blind. Yeah, I I work at the blind school, dude. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then, um, oh, another thing I was gonna say too is is another reason I wanted Matt on for this is our secret Santa this year. 
uh, I think Dune had him, and his big present for him was a board game because that's how much he loves board games. Like, nice. Matt, like Matt, Matt's very, very in the board game, so I'm happy he's here. Mm-hmm. So is Catan's a very good first pick, too. I just don't want to take away from that. That's a very good first pick. I yeah, know, I, I know love that game, dude. I know how popular it is. So, Dude, <laughs> so what is the proper terminology for the things? Because I call them the sheep. Uh, I call it sheep, wheat, stone, and wood. Okay. Or, like, I use synonyms. Like, sometimes I'll go, like, call wood lumber or stone Lumber's not bad. Yeah. Wheat, hay. It just, like, <laughs> depends on how I'm feeling that day. Okay. Grain. I've heard grain, too. For uh, I've never heard grain before. Um, the robber's a cool gameplay gimmick, too. I like the robber. Yeah, the robber's um, great. It uh, really cuts those trade ties, though. Yeah, I tried, like, selling my friends on Catan one time, and it didn't go well. They didn't like it. <laughs> they just were complaining the whole time, and I was like, this went poorly. It's so a, now I'll probably never play it with them again. It's kind of like a pretty hard game to, like, learn right away. Yeah, but, yeah. But, like, once you learn it, it's, like, pretty easy. Yeah, I had to play it a couple times before I, like, got good at it. Well, I don't want to say good, but, like, before I understood the rules enough to, like, make informed decisions. And just last talking point here on Catan, uh... There's this uh, website guy, it's called Settlers.io, and they have, like, Speed Catan. That, oh, uh, like, you could play, like, quick in turn, so no one's taking too long, but okay. it's, like, the same as Catan, but that's it's cool. online. Yeah. BoardGameArena.com, that has it, too. Oh, that's cool. Um, I, I'm one of the, your friends who... I'm not your one of your friends. Yeah, I'm yeah. Your friend. But this happened to me before, too. I feel like I've mm-hmm. been around, like, Matt and some of our high school buddies when someone went to play it, and I'm like, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't get this. I'm out. Yeah, we're drink. I'm I'm a little drunk. I don't. I can't comprehend. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's. That, I, I've definitely been in the room where someone says play the Catan, and I was like, I'll sit here and watch. Damn, I really wanted to take this game on my draft. I'm pissed you took it so early. So uh, I'm sorry. It was just a clear choice. Right. This one. is like the only board game I bought. Like in my this house. is like <laughs> this. I think this is like a one-one <laughs> board game, and I don't even like this game. So I agree. All right. All right. My pick? Yeah, yeah, your pick. I'm going with what I think is the GOAT. If, if Sailor's Catan is LeBron, this is Michael Jordan. I'm going Monopoly. Fine, That's fine. That's I mean, fine. I, I don't love Monopoly, but yeah. it you have to respect its greatness. Yeah, yeah, you do. I mean, there's even still, like, I feel like everyday conversation, you still get, like, uh, Monopoly terms. Like, what's that one, like, community? No, not community chess. That's funny, though. Um, but, like, uh, oh, what's that? How's it worded where it's, like, a banker in your favor. I feel like I heard that recently in conversation at work. Wow. Oh, yeah. So I ordered some signs from a company, and they actually threw an extra one. So I said, mm-hmm. hey, there's, there's six here, not five. I just want to make sure that you know the error, because whatever. And she literally replied, banker in your favor. <laughs> and that's a Monopoly term. <laughs> so, so, like, I, I don't know. Pasco. I, I, Monopoly is just a very iconic game. Yeah, it I is. Think. And I think it's very, very hard to look at this board and not pick monopoly early yeah true because like as much as like there's other board games on here that i like playing more i think this is like the michael jordan of yeah. board games yeah i like the like aesthetic and everything of monopoly too it like teaches you some history teaches you about like u.s history they got cool pieces you get like fake money that you could just like throw in the air and make it rain and <laughs> it's it's a it's a good game uh wouldn't have been my top choice but like that's why i picked Catan. And I also think this is maybe out of all the board games we're gonna we're gonna pick here, this is probably in the top one or two of games that start that never finish. 
Yeah. Because because yeah. it's the baseline. Get, people people like get fucked by like a stretch of like property that someone else owns, mm-hmm. and they lose all their money, and they just flip the board because they're pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I also just got there out here since we're talking about Monopoly. The McDonald's Monopoly game. Yeah, true. Goated. That's yeah. also part of Monopoly. Also goaded. Also, McMillions is a great documentary about it. Watch it. It's amazing. I love the uh, the amount of spinoffs on Monopoly, too. Oh, like, I remember All playing- the other types of Monopoly. Like They got like, oh, I don't know. I'm a nurse. Like, DBZ Monopoly. You have like Harry Potter Monopoly. There's a Bikini Bottom Steelers version. Steelers Monopoly. Like, you I was going to say, my grandma, the last time I actually played a full game of Monopoly, mm-hmm. maybe not the last time, but... My grandma has a Pittsburgh version of it where, like, the properties are, like... Uh, that's cool. Mount Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's sick. The Woolies Fish Market. What was the boardwalk? I don't know. Oh, I mean, damn. Probably the Strip. I don't know. Hinesfield. Hinesfield. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it just the river walk. And all that. Like, it's just, like, all different... The locations. The cathedral the learning. <laughs> were all the different spots. And, like, it was, like, Duquesne Light was a lighting company. <laughs> like, it's so funny. That's cool, yeah. Yeah, yeah I loved it. It would have been cool if they made, like, the rivers, the railroads or something. <laughs> and then just added, like, a random, like, yeah. fourth. Yeah, I, I really can't remember because I was a kid last time I played it. But, yeah, that would be really sweet <laughs> if they did that. But, yeah, my, I – so, all right, real quick. Going on our, our uh, top fives. Guy won again last week. If he wins again this week, then we're going into the last week tied and for, for it all. Guy won his own little run here. Last two weeks I lost by one point each, one vote each. Both times Chelsea voted for Guy. Wow. And she said, and I said, <laughs> and I said, what kind of game do you want me to draft so I have your vote? And she said, I don't know, just not Monopoly. Oh, so you fucked yourself. I might have. I, she told me other games that I'm hopefully mm-hmm. going to maybe get one, at least one of them. But she said she hates Monopoly. I just, looking at the board, I have to take Monopoly here. Okay. I like it. I'm excited to hear what else is to come. All right. What do I do here? I'm going to go with – so if you're going to take the LeBron James and Ryan, you're going to take the Michael Jordan. I'm going to take the Bill Russell, and I'm going to go with chess. Fuck. Boring pick. That's a good pick, man. When you're good at chess, you feel so much more intelligent. That's a great game. Like it's been around for like thousands of years. Dude, There's it's like so much fun. Egyptian pieces of <laughs> yeah. chess found in like the pyramids. Like it's a great pick, guy. Dude, it's been around for forever. It's, it's a boring pick. Dude, it's a good pick. Monopoly's boring too. Uh can you be a thimble <laughs> in chess? No. Can you be a knight? Probably. There's probably some kind of medieval version of Monopoly. A rook? Absolutely. There's probably some version of Monopoly where you can't. Dude, that's a pawn response right there. (laughs) Podcast ends that episode. What is this, too? (laughs) Because you picked chess third overall, which is a great pick. It's just a boring pick. I had chess on my list. Dude, I love chess, though. I love chess. I'm not very good at it. I watch all the people online, and I'm like, they just beat me in like one minute after I fuck up. But... Game appreciate game recognizes game, so I'm gonna take it number one overall for myself. Number two, this is my childhood favorite game of all time. Um Mousetrap. I love Mousetrap, dude. I had it on the list. I like Mousetrap. The fact that you can build your the whole thing on the board was so fun to me. And then the whole like climactic episode of just actually getting somebody in the trap, setting it off, and just seeing the whole domino effect play out on the board was electric it was so much fun i love that game as a child so i'm gonna take mousetrap number two 
That was a good pick. I didn't have that on my list, but I respect it. Honestly, you took. I, did, I, did I wanted Katan it. or Mousetrap, and you took Katan, so I wanted to take Mousetrap. <laughs> I had Mousetrap on my list, so that's a good call <laughs> yeah. taking it. I wasn't going to take it in my next pick, but if it came back to me after mm-hmm. Matt Swinger out, I, yeah. I might have taken it. Yeah. Mousetrap's very fun. Sometimes I wouldn't even, like, when I was little, little, we had it. I didn't even know what was going on. I would just, I wouldn't even play the game. I will just put the little basket above the, the mouse and just, like, watch this and draw. Dude, like, the diver. <laughs> A little diver going into the bucket and setting off the other thing. Like, yeah. It was great. I, I don't know if I've ever played a full game of Mousetrap, but like, I, I loved I I loved playing with the like pieces of yeah, it. It was it, a, it was, it was so a great time. I think I played the pieces more than I actually played the real game. Mm-hmm. A Mousetrap, it's awesome. That's yeah, fair. Same. Like I, I would have like trapped my little Lego guys in there. <laughs> so fun um, All right, I think those are great picks. Yeah, I'm very, very happy to say that the Chelsea's number one that she told me I have to take is still here, and it's also probably my one of my top two favorites. On my list, Monopoly's not my favorite. I already established that. Yeah, um, my top two, fa- my top two personal favorites are still out there, and I'll take one of them now. It's Clue. Yeah, Clue's Clue's good. a great one. Um, very iconic movie adaptation. I was gonna say the movie adaptation very groundbreaking because it had alternate endings on a VCR. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever, depends on what VCR you got, you have diff- different endings. Yeah. Very very cool, but um, I played I played last time I played Clue. I want to say Clue is one of the most recent board games I actually played, and it was with like Chelsea's family and stuff. And I forgot how fun it was until I played it with them. Mm-hmm. Um, very iconic players too. Yeah, yeah. Colonel Mustard, Professor Plum, Peacock Lady. What's her name? Um, um, what I can't. I'm going to blank on him. Professor Plum, Colonel Mustard. There was a Scarlet Lady. Do you know him? There's, there's a yeah. white. There's a white. There's a. Oh uh, yeah, we don't. Yeah. So Mrs. Peacock, uh, Colonel Mustard, Professor Plum, Miss Scarlet, Mr. Green, Mrs. White. Uh, they just got uncreative there. <laughs> they were like we're out of titles. That's we're why, just like, going. Green and white the name. <laughs> yeah. It's just Mr. Green and Mrs. White. <laughs> but Mrs. White's like an old bitch. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. Miss yeah. Scarlet's a fucking fox. She was a fox. Yeah. Clue. Great game, very referenceable. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people just like make random clue references. So like I like the pick Ryan. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I, I, I it's one of my top two favorite games. I, I like it a lot. They should make another movie, but they shouldn't make it like modernized. I feel like that's what the, the only way they'd, they'd make, make it, it like Gen Z. Like yeah, 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 yeah. bro, you're being sauce. <laughs> Bro, it, would be it would just be Among Us. It would just be Among Us. It be Among Us. Yeah. Bro, you're being fucking sauce right now. Uh, but all right, Matt, you got back to back. The movie just has like subway surfers on the lower half of the movie playing while you're watching the movie. It's all on TikTok. The entire thing is on TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. All right. So to cap off the second round, I'm going to go with a classic here. I'm going with Yahtzee as all my right. round two. Number, yeah, round two pick. Yahtzee. I love Yahtzee. Like my mom and my like <laughs> great grandma would play it all the time growing up, and my my Nina, shout out Nina, uh, that's my grandma. But uh, she, uh, my whole mom's side would always play Yahtzee, and it gets heated when uh, me and my mom play it sometimes. So like I had to just shout out her and pick Yahtzee. It's a great game. Nothing wrong with rolling dice. All right, I like I like Yahtzee. It's not my favorite, but I uh, I fucked with Pokemon Yahtzee when that was out. 
So that was I a good to, one. I just want someone to, we're on video, so I can't show the camera. So I'm gonna show Matt. But my, I'm going to my screen time. Yahtzee is like one of my like top five for <laughs> screen. I have, I have the Yahtzee with friends app on the phone. Nice. It just play Yahtzee all the time. Mm-hmm. It's I love Yahtzee. Okay. I and yeah, I love Yahtzee and I that was a, that was one the second besides Clue. That's my other board game. I was gonna say my favorite. So that's a very good pick by you. Nice. You snaked it for me because that's gonna be next for me. Hell yeah. Uh, I love Yahtzee. It's so fun. Rolling dice is just thrilling. Honestly, I love it. But uh, now, should we? You got anything else on Yahtzee, guy? Nah, nah. Y- All right. Y- yell Yahtzee, bro. Nah, I'm not yelling Yahtzee. Yahtzee. Come on. Yahtzee. I didn't. I didn't get Yahtzee. Come on. Yahtzee. I didn't get it though. Come on. Come on. Man. I didn't get it. Come on, man. Yahtzee. One time. Yahtzee. <laughs> Why do you say it like that? <laughs> I say it. I don't know. Yahtzee. Hot damn. Very <laughs> right, good. Oh, Matt, you're, you're up again. All right, someone start a timer. I got to decide which uh, game to pick next. Is this – are you serious? I thought this was like a play into what game you're picking. No, 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 I'm serious. I'm on the clock for the draft. Well, he's timing you. You're at nine seconds and counting ten. Well, dude, you got you to be ready for this. Yeah, you're on the back-to-back, back, dude. Back-to-backs. you got to be prepared. All right, uh, I, I got one here. It's another classic board game. Uh, it has to do with a couple letters and numbers, but uh, I'm going with Scrabble for round three right. and pick one. I was considering that one, too. I uh, I like Scrabble. It just, like, tests your vocabulary. You learn some new words from whoever you're playing with. And uh, my uh, right before this podcast, I was on Discord chatting with some friends, and Scrabble was mentioned. And uh, shout-out Ben, a big board game enthusiast. Uh he makes his own board games and stuff, but like, uh, he recommended Scrabble, so I felt like since it was here, I had to take it. So I feel like every time I played Scrabble, I've never played by the rules, and I've just like used like slang words and shit. And I feel like that's not allowed. Is that not allowed? Yeah, the only time I ever played Scram- Scrabble was like words with friends. You tried to say Scrabble like you say Yahtzee, didn't you? Scrabble. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, words with friends is basic Scrabble. That's only time yeah. I played it. So. I never had the the run into the situation where I played a word that couldn't be played because the app would just played no. Uh, okay, gotcha. So, gotcha. But I got what you mean. I know what you mean. I've always tried like just slang words. Yeah, and they're like, oh, it's not a word. It's like, yeah, it kind of is though. Like, definitely is. Yeah. Yeah, like Scrabble could get naughty if you're playing with the right people, or like yeet, yeet. or the wrong people. <laughs> like, if I want to use yeet, I should be able to use yeet. Yeet. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Ryan. I'm not confident in this pick by me. I, it's either going to make or break my board here. Okay. I don't see how it's going to break my board, but there is, is another one that I want to take instead of this. So it's like I'm risking guy taking one, my other pick I'm thinking of. But I'm going to another classic, another one that's referenced a lot, one that every single person who's listening to this played board games played before. Good Candyland. Yeah, I was gonna take that. Yeah, yeah. Candyland. Yeah, I'm good then. That's good then. That's good yeah. then. Uh, Candyland's a classic for kids. I feel like even it's the gateway game. It's a gateway game. Mm-hmm. There's another gateway game that I have on my list. That I might not take now that I'm taking Candyland. Yeah, yeah. You can't have two of them. Uh, but it, it, it's great. I always love playing it. It's so colorful when I was a kid. When you make it to near the end, you're that like fudge swamp. It's always fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the whole the whole board is very colorful and everything like that. I love it. I always play with my grandma. Um, Kaylin's great. 
All right, all right. But it always made me like hungry when I played it. Yeah, Candyland's a fantastic Tell game. It's uh, on the map. Candy cane forest for sure. Something. Yeah, I I played a lot of Candyland as a kid. It's been a while, but like definitely had vivid memories of childhood playing Candyland. Yeah, whenever okay, you got the Gumdrop Mountains. Mm-hmm. The molasses the something. Red trees, peanut acres, lollipop woods. There wasn't molasses. Was molasses the fudge? Yeah, maybe. Well, it's a, it's a chocolate swamp. Yeah, but you, you get stuck on spaces and stuff like that. Yeah, that was a good game. Yeah. Candy Castle's the last Candy Castle. It's awesome, man. It's very nostalgic. When I was looking for games here, I remember just looking up the board as like, the nostalgia just rushed over me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have probably taken this, honestly. But I love Candyland, so. Number All three, right. Candyland. All right. Um... Damn. Kind of torn here about what to do. Ugh. I'm going to go with uh, Apples to Apples. It's another solid choice. I think Apples to Apples kind of rejuvenated the whole gaming concept. Like when you're like, you know, drinking with friends or something like that. Like it really got the young adult crowd. Yeah, definitely. Games, like, I think uh, it was like if you missed out on the board game wave as a kid, apples to apples could definitely like get mm-hmm. you back into. Yeah, it teach you back up games. to it. It paved the way for a lot of other things that I won't tip. But I, was say, I, I wasn't gonna tip it, but like I'm probably not gonna take it now. You took apples to apples because it's very essentially the same. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I honestly, I love what we're not discussing right now. But I feel like a couple years ago, I played Apples to Apples instead. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this kind of even funnier because you these are very innocent things that yeah. people were playing to make a little twist to it as an mm-hmm. adult. But yeah, no, I, 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 liked, I did play Apples to Apples when I was in high school, honestly. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It, it, it was a good, like, when you're underage drinking at a party or some shit, like somebody breaks out Apples to Apples and, like, that's what you do for a good part of the night. Yeah, so, it's, I uh, with it. I, I'll tip it because, uh, like, I'm not going to pick it, but, like, Cards right. Against Humanity mm-hmm. was like the adult version of Apples to Apples, and like Apples to Apples is like way more like fun and innocent, like Ryan was saying. And you could get some like funny like random things to come out Apples to Apples instead of having your mind in the gutter all the time, you know. Mm-hmm. It, apples to Apples still has historic people. Like I think there's like a uh, Helen Keller and Apples yeah, to yeah, Apples yeah. where you can play it pretty funnily. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a Hitler in Apples. To yeah, apples. there was a Hitler. I think. Yeah. So that's what I mean. It's like it's like. They kind of, like, beefed up the cards, too, once Cards Against Humanity came out. they had a competition. Yeah, they had to yeah. compete with it. And they're like, we'll, we'll keep it innocent, but we'll just, like, throw the names in there so, like, the older crowd can still vibe. Yeah, and then the younger kids are, like, just learning about them history. It's like, oh, yeah, these are mm-hmm. historical figures. Yeah. Um, I like Apples to Apples. And I, I'm, I kind of like you taking Apples to Apples ever cards. Yeah, yeah, I was going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of had I like cards just in case, but I, I was going to always take Apples to Apples. I had both written down, but they were, like, backups for me. Yeah, I had cards as a backup. I didn't write apples to apples, but I should have even. I didn't even think of it. I don't know why. All right, and then with my fourth round pick, this is where I'm torn. Um, I'm gonna take risk. I loved risk. Okay. Um, I, very, I was considering risk in the last spot. Yeah, because I, I just I wanted to take risk, and I knew I wouldn't get it at the five spot, so I want to take it now. Um. Probably the biggest, like, probably the most, like, uh, in-depth strategy game that I've ever played in my entire life. Uh, The amount of, like, 
that thought that you need to put into every single move, similar to chess. Um, it's just it's just a great time. It does go on a while, depending on how many people you have playing too. But I really enjoy. it. When I seen the Monopoly, and I said that's one of the games you never finish. Risk is another one you people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just kind of they never accept finish. defeat. Like, yeah, you I just was kind of mercy rule it. You just uh, like surrender wave the white flag and yeah, you're one crushed. country just takes over. When you're on hour number four, <laughs> yeah. and other people have like all of Europe and like Africa. You're like, fuck, I lost already. Yeah, this is over. Um, you I have like two footmen left and like no cannons, and you're like, oh shit, this mm-hmm. one's way over. Mm-hmm. On my laptop before my laptop died, I had to get this new one. I had a game that I downloaded when I was at camp for free on the Apple Mac Store. And it was just risk before your laptop. That's cool. And you can make it faster. Mm-hmm. So, oh, okay. so me and the other counselors, you can play up to four people on it, mm-hmm. and you can just simulate it to make it go like, yeah, start everybody with like X amount of this in each country. That way, it's easier for you someone to win and make it faster. So, like, I think games would last like an hour if you were all taken serious. But sometimes I would play against a computer when I was really bored. It'd be me versus three computers, and it'd be all the computer simulation would be like instant. Okay. So you don't have to wait for all the That's moves cool. and stuff. So it's yeah. like, I go, and then he goes, instant, 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 my turn again. Gotcha. It was okay. so fun. It was, I forgot what it was called, but it was, it was just, it was like how, uh, I was referencing something, or what was I, oh, how Words of Friends was just Scrabble. Mm-hmm. It, it, this was just Risk, but it's just the same game, but like package it. different. Yeah. <sighs> my but turn. Yeah. yeah, it's my fourth pick, so it's your, your move. All right. Um, y'all see, I play on my phone, but it wasn't my favorite board game. Okay. My favorite board game's here in the fourth round for me. I'm going with Life. Life's good. I love Life. Uh, I love Life. I used to have, uh, me and Jenny had Life on, the, on our phones. <laughs> that you could play with each other. Who else has the app? And we would just randomly, like, he'd just randomly text me, like, Yo, man, you up at like 9 p.m. I was like, yo, what's up? I was like, we'll jump on life. I'm like, sure. We just play a quick <laughs> game of life, just 1v1 on life. It, it, it's awesome. And then, um, wait, is you, that where you have like the cars too? And you, yeah, like, you, put yeah, the pegs you in start the with a person, yeah, you pick yeah, okay. college or career. Yeah, yeah. Then you can get married and have kids, depending mm-hmm. on what spots you land on. Then the whole goal is to make as much money as possible when you get to retirement home. Mm-hmm. And then for every kid you have, you get a bonus. For every this, you have a bonus. You pick up cards along the way, and that either positive or negatively affects the way you retire. Okay. Um, I, I think it's awesome. I had, growing up, I had the version with the credit cards. So instead of having, like, actual pieces of money, like Monopoly money like Life had, yeah, they would, you, everyone would have, like, a, a plastic credit card, and then you swipe a machine, and it puts all the points on your card, like a Dave & Buster's power card, essentially. Gotcha, okay. It was a very high-tech version. Yeah. And then um, EPJ, uh, Dan, Dune would have it. So like so like we would just have random Wednesday nights where we'd be like when I get high and play life, <laughs> and then me, Joey, Johnny, and Dan are like, yeah, let's go, and we did that every single year until high Johnny's life. ex-girlfriend Lexi ruined it for us. Ah, uh, what'd she do? She just sucked at the game, uh, and she's like didn't understand the game. We're like, how? It's not hard to understand. Yeah, it's life. Yeah. You're walking through a simulated life right now. Mm-hmm. It's not hard. But yeah, I love life. So all right, all right. Speaking of life, uh, just a throwback to earlier in the top five when you mentioned that uh, Secret Santa, the game I got was actually life, but it was the redneck life. Oh, 
I know that is what that game was. That would be funny. Yeah, I have still yet to play it, but uh, I like, I'd definitely play it. It's like the version of life, but it's redneck. I would definitely play it. I didn't know that was that version. I thought it was like a, a whole different thing. I have it in my car right now if you want to play. <laughs> <laughs> Stop the pod. Let's get right into the record on time and end yeah. the pod right now. But, all right, Matt, you got back-to-backs. All right, to uh, cap off the fourth round. No, to start the fifth. No, it's fourth and fifth. Yeah, uh, 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 yeah to cap bad. off the fourth round. I you picked uh, already, my I bad. might dip into some, like, random obscure board games. Okay. Uh, one of them is, it's called Ticket to Ride. Uh, I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Never um, heard of it. I, I heard of it by the point of I see it your your apartment all the time. Um, and when I was looking up top five board games, this was on every single list, top 10. And I, every time I looked at it, I was like, I know that game cause Matt has it, but I never played it. So I can't consciously put it on my list. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, I'm sticking to board games I've played, but like, there's a lot of good board games out there. Uh, but ticket to ride, it's basically, uh, it's a train game and like you, uh, collect like colored cards uh, like pink, yellow, blue, and they're all like trains, and you have to cash in your cards to place your like train routes, and whoever has the most points at the end wins. All right, it's it's a fun one, and they have like variations of it. Like I have the like Ireland or Europe one, the Europe version, and then the USA version, and then the I actually have a Pennsylvania version, and it's the whole state of Pennsylvania with like a bunch of rail routes on it. Huh. I'll have to look into that. I never played it, honestly. Yeah, it, it it looks fun. It just seems one of those ones that I have to... You have to sit down and concentrate on the mm-hmm. rules. Gotcha. And then I just... It's just tough. Whenever I'm in the board game mood, mm-hmm. it's either because I'm, I'm, I'm under some kind of influence. Okay. So that's why I like simple board games, but mm-hmm. yeah. All right. And then no, fifth round, you guys ready for that? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. right well, this game I'm almost guaranteed you guys have probably like never heard of. It's a card game. <laughs> it's called uh, Dominion. Uh, oh, I have heard of that. You yeah. Have? Okay. Yeah. I've played it in your house. And what's it called? No. Um. Dayton, didn't I? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Me, me and your roommates and Dan played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's Dominion. Fun. It's fun. I just. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I just. Uh, don't remember any of it. <laughs> yeah, Dominion's a like deck building game, and there's like a bunch of strategies. There's like twelve to fourteen expansions of it. I have like eight of them at my house. Uh, you could play it online. There's like a subscription, like five dollars a month. You could use like any of the expansions. It's really fun. Uh, I like to refer my to myself as the Dom King. Uh, like I uh, or Militia Matt because Militia is like <laughs> one of the best cards in that game and it pisses off like everyone you play with but uh like it's just a great game it changes up every time you like don't get it doesn't get stale basically Mm -hmm. okay okay yeah i I remember playing as fun i just didn't remember any of it and i only remembered playing it when you said dominion right there but i do remember having fun so i can't really expand upon what you're saying but i i did like it yeah, and there's one, there's one that I have. Um, I thought I thought you were gonna take. You didn't have. You didn't Are take. Are you taking it? No. What, what, 
We'll save it for honorable mentions. Yeah. I'll, I'll mention honorable mentions. All right, uh, Matt, one or two? Two. Yeah, one or two. Uh, one. Fuck, I, I shouldn't have asked you. That. <laughs> that's, the only, that's the other I reason know. I took one, honestly. Right, uh, we'll flip a point real quick. I'm really, really, really between two. I'm with one and two. Flip a coin. I'm going to go one is heads, two is tails. Heads. Battleship. Oh. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, you sung my battleship. Battleship's a fun game. Um, great movie with Rihanna in it. <laughs> I don't know about great, but. <laughs> top five movie of all time. Top five board game of all time. Um, yeah, Battleship's just fun. I mean, it's all it is is a guessing game, essentially. I mean, there's strategy to it to the point where, like, I know I went for B7 and it was a miss. So I know mm-hmm. it has to be in this area. Yeah. But it is fun. I've been playing Battleship more recently on the iPhone. Oh. With the, the text games where you play Pong against each other and stuff like that. There's a Battleship version there. Oh, okay, cool. So I played there a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, That'd be good. More recently than the actual board game. But I, even when I was a kid, th- just the setup of the board game was badass. Basically, like two laptops facing each other, all mm-hmm. stuff. It was more about like the aesthetic of playing than it was the actual game for me when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. But I do, like I said, I, I do play it on my iPhone every once in a while. If I, if I want to get in games like that with billiards or uh, pong, I what was your go to setup in Battleship? I, need to... I don't know how to describe it. Sometimes I get like real shitty and I just put them all in the corner. Well, that's fucked. If you have one, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Them all. Yeah, but then it's also like. You might not even think, like, there's no way there's more there. You know what I mean? That's true. I do feel like I did put, like, the two of them, like, at least once, like, stacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's like you get one, two. Okay, you sunk that ship. But it's like, well, there's another one right there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know my go-to. I don't think I had a good to I think I just randomly placed them. Just randomly? Okay. Okay. I think my go-to setup was just randomly placing all of them. All right. I don't know. Yeah, I never had, like, a go-to setup, but, like, Battleship... Games would get heated, and then, like, my family is a kid. That's the number one game you can just cheat on. True. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like... You get called out. I definitely hate you then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you didn't. I <laughs> definitely hate you. <laughs> Swear. Um, yeah. Bouchers can be that pick. Honorable mentions coming around. I'll tell you what the other option was. Okay. Okay. Unless Scott picks it here. Um, drum roll, please. With the last overall pick in the 2023... <laughs> Top five game board game draft. I'm gonna give the respect it deserves for Trivial Pursuit. I like that pick. Trivial Pursuit paved the way for the uh, you know pop culture trivia games. Um, also, a lot of fun in that aspect. You know, answering to different types of pop culture questions, uh, inc- incorporating the board game element into it. I thought that was great. You get like a bunch of different versions of it too later, like. I'm sure, Disney. Like Disney had their own version, I think. I had the Disney one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think um, Universal had a version too. Oh, I also had a South Park one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Star Wars, obviously. Star Wars, Harry Potter, all of them. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's just good family fun, and yeah, if you're a big movie connoisseur, pop culture buff, like it's also a good game that you'd you'd enjoy. So yeah, I, I'm I had put it on my five list. spot. That wasn't the one or two. That was okay. the second option. Okay, I I did have that on my list. Yeah, did we uh, want to roll with honorable mentions? Yeah. Uh, I got a decent bit left. Okay. Um, who wants to go first? You can go first because you kind of have to have one teed up. The other option was Guess Who. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's a good one. Guess Who is Battleship or Guess Who. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Guess Who. It's just flipping down the things. 
Um, I was also considering trouble there in the last spot. Yeah, trouble based good. off the popper. Yeah, the popper's yeah, good. The popper is the best part. It's satisfying. Yeah. Um, I had don't wake daddy. That's a great one. I don't remember playing it, but whenever I saw the box and mm-hmm. how the layout was, like I do remember this. Yeah. I just don't remember the rules. Oh, uh, we'd play it all the time because my dad would work night shifts, so he'd always sleep during the day. So it was just like kind of funny because it's like that's life. Yeah, don't wake daddy. Like just yeah, don't wake him up. At <laughs> operation. Yeah, Uno. I considered that one. Uno, yeah, we talked uh, about that. Dictionary categories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shoots and ladders was the one I was referencing with Candyland. Okay. Like the other one, you like the uh, intro mm-hmm. to board games, and then Sorry. I really don't remember Sorry. I mean, I played Sorry recently, but I feel like it's Sorry to me reminds me a lot of like Trouble, but Trouble's cooler because it has a popper. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. I only had two other honorable mentions. Uh, Connect Four. Oh, I had that on my list. Connect Four was fun. It was just a more kid version of Checkers. Yeah, Checkers <laughs> was one of my honorable mentions. And yeah, then uh, I'm glad you mentioned that. Then I had Twister. Twister was on my list as well. That's a great, great fucking game. You little perv. What? <laughs> I, love, I love Twister. I didn't say I love Twister. I just said Twister. You just want to fucking get play Twister with little girls when you were a little boy, not in a pedophile way. Thanks for clarifying that aspect of it. I did, I did, it came off really wrong. <laughs> I could have been very problematic. I could see like eighth grade guy being like, hey, girls, want to play some Twister? That never happened. Ryan, is it true you played Twister at a comedy show once? I did. Yeah? Did you, did you know that Kyle Gordon guy on TikTok and Instagram? He nah. most recently did that, the Planet of the Base. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so he's like a guy on Instagram, TikTok, does like characters and stuff. He's a comedian. Me and Nietzsche went. And he said, "Me, I need two volunteers." I waved, I waved my hand, mm. went up, and said, "All right, you guys are gonna play Twister." And I literally said, "I'm colorblind." And he went, "You're fucking with me." And like, it like, <laughs> and, and made the act where it's like, he's like, he clarified, like, I did not. This is not a plant. <laughs> this guy is colorblind." And it'd be times where like, he'd say, "All right, left leg green. That's this one." And like, point to me. <laughs> so it was very, very funny because I didn't because he didn't say I need a volunteer to play Twister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need a volunteer, and I raised my hand because I was a little I was drunk enough. I was like, I had the confidence, like, yeah, I'm gonna go up there, and yeah, it's that's Twister. great. It was very, very funny. <laughs> he recently so that was like a little club in uh, Southside, mm-hmm. and he was recently like uh, did that Planet of the Bass thing at the Jones Brothers concert with the Jones Brothers. Oh, okay. Wow. So he's huge now. He's getting bigger because that song, because because okay. of your fucking bit too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys got any more honor- honorable yeah, mentions? All right. All right. Uh, so honorable mentions for me, uh, Mancala, uh, Checkers, Sorry, Carcassonne, and then two like kind of like more obscure games, uh, Betrayal at House on the Hill. It's great that's around Halloween time. That's what I thought you were going to take with the last one. That's why I was like, that's the one where I was like, oh, I- I'm surprised Matt didn't take this one. Yeah, it's like one of my favorite games ever, but like, just basing top five board games, I didn't think it was like I saw it on a top list. five. I saw it on a few top ten lists. Oh wow! Damn! Like <laughs> I, I don't know. I've I have like a huge list of board games here, and it didn't make the cut, obviously. And then Everdell is like one of my favorite games. Like, ah uh, man, it just brings back so many memories with the college boys and chilling and playing Everdell. Kissing. No, never kissing. Spin the bottle was also on your list. <laughs> Spin the bottle was not on my list, <laughs> but it should have been. But uh, thanks. That's it for 
honorable mentions. Thanks for having me on, guys. Uh, ah, I enjoyed myself. Man. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, yeah, thanks for coming on. Obviously, like I said in the beginning of this, we we kind of saved this one for you. So I'm glad. Yeah. We, I'm, I'm glad we were able to get. It. I've had this on our top five list for I want to say like a year and a half now. And you always have with it. I always put with Salter because yeah, he has he has a list too. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of lists. I'm like I we need to do it with this person. We do it, mm-hmm. and I've had it with Salter for at least like two years. I want to mm-hmm. say. Yeah, so that, I've been playing this one for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this one, this was fun to just, like, analyze my, like, board game collection and see, like, which ones I actually thought were top five. And the draft is always fun. Catch me for a draft any day of the week. Yeah, wait. Speaking of that, let's go back to our list. Recap our list. I don't think we recap our list. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't do that. Yeah, so go. you, you, you go first. You pick first. Go through your top five. Okay, uh, round one, I went with Catan, Catan. Uh, people say it differently. Uh, round two, I went Yahtzee. Three, Scrabble. Four, Ticket to Ride. And five, Dominion. So I was second pick, so I went one, Monopoly. Two, Clue. Three, Canyonland. Four, Life. Five, Battleship. And I went number one, Chess. Number two, Mousetrap. Number three, Apples to Apples. Number four, Risk. Number five, Trivial Pursuit. Nice, nice, nice. All right. Some good lists there. Um. Yeah, Matt, once again, thanks for coming on. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you, say, you better thank us and take us back. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, let's take it over to pop culture. Yeah. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom, you looking for this? All right. And let's take it over into pop culture. I'm skipping movies because I stand in solidarity with the actors and actresses striking. And I also don't have anything because there's nothing going on. It all stinks. But anyway, so let's go to TV. Uh, Ahsoka, episode three, season one. We both got a chance to watch it, I think. Did you get a chance to watch it? Yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. Uh, another sick episode. The the Purgles. We get the Purgles. Live action Purgles. They look, they look sick. Space whales. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. Just flying through a field of Purgles. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. It, it wasn't like a lot that went on this episode. It was only like 37-minute runtime or something. But it was still entertaining. The kind of like dog fight slash chase sequence. That was a very cool part. Was cool, yeah. Um, and just kind of seeing Sabine try to use like the Force and try to become more powerful as a Jedi. Like, she's going to get good. Like, she'll get she'll figure it out, mm-hmm. I think. So, so I th- I, th- I chalked this up as a filler episode. But, yeah, but it was good. A, an entertaining filler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like the, anything like Mando filler. The ter- the term filler episode has a negative connotation with it. It's not an this is not a that's not a bad thing to be a filler episode. Yeah. They just needed this to set up okay, so they moved from point A to point B. They saw Purgle. They're where mm-hmm. Morgan, whatever her name is, and the uh Balin and the other person there. They they're they mm. caught up to the villains. Yeah. Um we see what they're working on. Mm-hmm. They're quote-unquote Death Star-esque type thing mm-hmm. they've been building for a while, the hyperspace traveling thing. I also like uh, Ahsoka, because I know a lot of people were not excited about Sabine having Force abilities, because like, it was never even talked about yeah. in Rebels. But I do like how Ahsoka said everyone has a Force in them. Yeah, And you can true. see how she's like can't do it. Mm-hmm. Not like a natural force wielder would mm-hmm. so I, if she just does use it a little bit by the end of the series i'll be okay with it yeah me too. you gotta do a, a, a per, like a gradual progression she'll do it in like a final fight 
helping to save Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. That's when she'll like summon a lightsaber. Yeah. yeah, yeah, something easy that I'm cool with. Um, was Ahsoka being outside in a spacesuit with a lightsaber is wild. That was sick. Yeah, it's, it's sick, just, but also ridiculous at the same time. But in a good mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. Like I, I didn't make me like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, exactly. But it was just kind of like that's kind of crazy, but uh-huh. it's kind of badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like how she was just floating through space afterwards. Like it wasn't like mm-hmm. she just landed on her feet. Like she like kind of fucked herself. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd, Jason, I'd, I would pay to watch her fuck herself. Well, that too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jason. Too. Yeah, we got Jason to appear. That mm-hmm. was that was great. I was pumped about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought they were gonna they were gonna cuck us on his again whenever uh, Mon Moth was just like, oh, Jason, oh, yeah. messing around with Chopper. I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he? there somewhere. I was like. This is the second time they talk about Jason back to the episodes. There's no uh, we didn't show. have him in the budget for this episode, so. Yeah. But th- that was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was and cool. And him, him just saying, like, I want to be a Jedi mom. And, and she like, gives him a little look. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that, that's a cool little. I would love to see a live-action Kanan in, like, a flashback. Or Force Ghost. Yeah, Frey Prince Jr. with a ponytail and a beard. Dude. So oh. he doesn't look anything like Kanan Jarrus, but, like, if you can put some makeup on him, maybe he could. Put some, put some beard on. Put the he has a beard, but like give him a little uh, ponytail. I don't think they'd do it just because they haven't really done it for the rest of the characters. You know what I mean? Thrawn, except Thrawn. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's an outlier, though. It's mm-hmm. a good outlier to have. Like every other character has been recasted. I could see them. If they, I can also see him just doing a uh, voiceover. Sabine's force. finally use her force because Kanan. Through the Force Talk story. Yeah. That's Freddie cool. Prince Jr. Because it's really, really, really tough to Because they're tight, too. Filoni and Freddie Prince. Yeah, they're so tight. They're mm-hmm. at, I think I said on the story on here, whenever Filoni told him about, about the Mandalorian before yeah. it was even greenlit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think it'd be tough to bring King Jarrus back as a flashback or this or that without having uh, Freddie Prince. Prince Jr. attached. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope it's like a Through the Force talking. That'd be cool. I'd fuck with that. I mean, he was in uh, Rise of Skywalker. The only he, thing he, he, Ray he Pritchard was, did yeah. the uh, Ray get up. <laughs> Come on, Ray! Didn't he hate that too? Oh, he hates he hates <laughs> all that stuff. Um, yeah, I could see that easily happening. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, people probably be like, "Who the fuck is that?" You know what I mean? Because like they haven't really talked about Kanan at all. Mm-hmm. Like they might have mentioned him in passing, but like they didn't do anything beyond that. I think what they have to do is they have to, they have to have Hera talk about Kanan more. Like, uh, it's my, like, mm-hmm. my hubby who died. Yeah, and yeah. Jason's dad. And, like, then, and then have, whenever he talks to Sabine, he'd be like, wait, Kanan? Then you're like, oh, that's Hera's, uh, mm-hmm. that's all you gotta do. Yeah, because, like, we talk about it because we know Rebels and we watch Rebels, but they make this show for people who did not watch Rebels. And a lot of people were confused about this. I think people who love this show are people who, like, watch Rebels. Mm-hmm. People who don't really care for the show yet is people who did not watch any of the anime. Yeah, so. I mean, that's where I've been, like, just putting it on the recommendation list. Like, if people are like, what do I watch? I was like, did you see Rebels? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, you should watch Ahsoka. Um, but that's kind of where I stand with it too. Yeah, I think I think Rebels, I think Rebels is one of my outside of the original trilogy. It's like one of my favorite Star Wars things. I think I, th- I low key like it better than Clone Wars, is because Clone Wars is awesome and Ahsoka is awesome and all that stuff. But like, there's not one story because it's like wedged between stories. Where Rebels is like its own characters and cast and crew. And- so I think I agree to a point. But I think I did like Clone Wars better with the inclusion of season uh, seven. Season seven Clone Wars is the best season of Clone Wars. Yeah, like that was awesome. 
And if you include that with Clone Wars, and I think it's a little bit above Rebels, mm-hmm. I think as far as projects go, I think I take Empire Strikes Back and Revenge of the Sith over it. Yeah, I mean, I said outside original trilogy. Oh, uh, okay, okay. I okay. said original trilogy is one, one, and Revenge of the Sith too. And Revenge of the Sith too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I said I, I didn't say like non-movie Star Wars project is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. I, Mando's awesome. But until Mando's done, I think I might still like Rebels more. I mean, I know, that's I, yeah. To say. I mean, that's it depends on how say. Mando ends because Mando recently the season three was not that great. Season three was not that great. Season two was amazing, and season one was amazing. But it's like they have to get back to that. If they can't get back to that, it'll never be as good as Clone Wars and Rebels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really did take a huge dip this year. It did. It did. It, it was just all the filler episode shit. It's a Jack Black Lizzo. Shit. Yeah, the Jack Black Lizzo episode was like the and uh, who else? Was, oh, uh, Christopher Lloyd was in that episode too. Yeah, yeah. It's just too much. Like you could have those same characters, but like once you make them like celebrity cameos all the time then it's like all right what are we doing here mm-hmm. like it just gets a bit annoying mm-hmm. you know like i think it would have been fine if they just had random people i had no idea who they were playing those roles too it just seems like they're all buddy buddy just like oh hey you want to be in this star wars show i'm directing like yeah sure and like, they're also, on set one day or some shit i also think i said this complaint while it was happening with Mando season three it was very way too fast yeah, way too. too fast. Like they did so much in every mm-hmm. episode, and then they had filler episodes like that, where like, dude, you could have had, I think it's eight episodes. You could have had ten episodes easily. Took out a couple of filler and spread out the story longer. Yeah, yeah, made it more meaningful. I don't know. Um, anything else from Ahsoka, episode three? Um, they're pretty much just in the woods waiting, and Balin's coming after him. I think last week I said that Inquisitor's going to be either. Ezra Barisoffi, I think. I hope it's not Ezra. I think it's going to be now. I think it's going to be Starkiller. You think it's going to be Starkiller? Uh, so the Dude, guy he's so much more powerful than that, though. You barely saw him. And that's not canon. You can make him canon by bringing him in here. And just nerf him. And nerf him a little bit. But people a little hate bit. that. The reason I think it's going to be is because the voice actor who played Maul, Sam, whatever, yeah. is also his voice actor, and he's been credited for the last two episodes. That's fair. He's been in the credits for the last two episodes with, on additional voices. It would be cool. So he would, it seems like he's the voice of that guy. So here's my thing. It would be cool in that you could have Vader's Apprentice versus Anakin Skywalker's Apprentice as a final battle. That would so be a six-story element. That being said, those games made him a fucking cheat code with, like, force lightning abilities and shit. And then his, his origin story in those games won't work in the storyline either because it's, like, a clone of Vader or something like that, or Vader's made clones, and that's yeah, what Vader Starkiller just made was. straight-up clones. And you can't have Vader just making badass he, clones at work and then he, having Palpatine He brought not. him in as an apprentice, and then he, in turn, died, maybe, in the first game. And in the second game, it was like, is he a clone? Is he not? And they kind of leave an ambiguous ending. So, yeah, you can't have a universe where Palpatine was struggling to get a clone of himself and then have Vader have, like, a million, like, badass <laughs> clones. So you're going to have to retcon some things with him. True. So to the True. point where I think you can still make him... make it. You can still make the same exact character, make him an Inquisitor, like, Vader's... Flashback Vader's, like, right-hand Inquisitor. All that shit. Yeah, I, so I feel it, like it'll be a I very mixed The credits reception. are just making a spoken gun because yeah. the actor they're crediting to that character mm-hmm. is only known as a stunt guy. 
And then it has Sam Whitworth, whatever his name is, or Sam, I forget his name. Yeah, yeah. Whitman, like, maybe. Yeah, it's. As yeah. Uh, additional voices. So he's probably the voice of him. Mm-hmm. And then the stunt guy's doing all this stuff. And then whenever he takes his mask off, it's probably going to be that actor, Sam, whatever. Yeah. That would be cool. I feel like it'll be a mixed reception from the community, though. I think there'll be a lot of people who are like, who the fuck is this? That, and there'll also be people that are like, like I was saying, like, oh, dude, he's so much more powerful than you this. You nerfed him, yeah. Like, you nerfed him into the ground. Mm-hmm. But, all right. Anything else, though? Nope. All right. The only other thing I had for TV, mm-hmm. uh, two other things for TV. I read ahead. No. Uh, winning Time, Lakers nope. Dynasty, Season 2, returns Sunday. Nope. No? It happened. We're on episode five right now. Wait, what? It started August sixth, bro. When uh, did this trailer come out? <laughs> a trailer. I remember reacting to it on here. I'm on. I, I'm on episode three. I've let a couple weeks pass, and I'm watching. Wait, you didn't tell me this. I just started watching like two days ago, three Damn. days ago. All right, well, I'm gonna have to watch this. Fuck. We're on, I, uh, this Sunday's episode five. <laughs> I read ahead. I was like, dude, it, it came like out August sixth. I saw like a thing like. IGN or someone posted like a clip for the seat, like the episode. I remember I reacting to the trailer on like, this podcast. Yeah, but I thought it was coming out like soon. I don't know. <laughs> That's crazy. August 6th, it started. <laughs> the first episode is like an hour and a half. Damn. It's so good so far. Nice. I'm pumped. All right. Can I do a history spoiler or do you want any spoiler? It, it's a history I'll, of the Lakers. I'll try to. So I, I have plans for this weekend to watch the One Piece Live action, because I'm hearing good things about it. And then I'll watch Lakers Showtime. So, yeah, History of the Lakers. <laughs> You're just going to do it anyway. History of the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, during this dynasty run, there's one year. Uh, nice. There's one year where, like, they fell apart. Yeah. And that's the, the next this. season chronologically. So they bang it out in two episodes. Wow. It's awesome. Cool. But there's one down season because of injuries. Uh, okay, gotcha. So it's like, how are you going to make a whole season out of a, a season where everyone's injured? That's fair. So what they did was they just banged out the hour and a half first episode then like followed up with a 50 minute next episode. And that's the entire season. So now episode three starts the next season where okay. they're back in full swing. Okay. So, cool. so the season's going to be multiple like seasons. Gotcha. So that's it's, cool. I like the way they did that. And that that's the only thing I'm spoiling about it. I'm not saying mm-hmm. other than that. It just, I like the, I just wanted to comment. That I like the way that they took a season where the Lakers did nothing because of injury smart. and just packed it into two episodes and they moved on. That's smart. I like that <laughs> yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I'm not going to say who got injured. I'm not saying this. I'm not saying that. That's his, It's all historical stuff, but like, yeah. let you watch it. I just like, I just wanted to comment that's a really smart move how they did that. Um, the only other thing I had was Hannah Montana star Mitchell Musso was arrested for public intoxication, theft, expired registration, and failure to display a driver's license. Crazy. Apparently, he was trying to steal a bag of chips from a convenience store. So I just, I just said, "Free my dude," because I've, I've taken snacks from Sheets before. I've, I've done it drunkenly. My, my twenty first birthday, I walked out with a whole box of zebra cakes stuffed <laughs> in my pockets. I like, took a box to the bathroom, opened it up, ditched the box, stuffed dude. my pockets, and just beelined it for the door. So I would do this when I was hammered in college. I would just. I would buy like two things, like super cheap, and then I would be like, "Ooh, this seems cool. I never had this. I just put it in the bag of the items I purchased, yeah. and I would just do that for like three other items that I'd dip out." Yeah, <laughs> smart. I think one time I was with Shannon. Yeah, someone put an order up in the window, and He's no one was claiming it. No one's, I know, no one's claiming it, and I, I just said, "Dude, we gotta take that." 
he's like, wait till our orders come out. All the orders came out, and I think I was the last one. I was like, thank you, and I scrapped both bags. And we booked it out, and it was – we split it because it was both our ideas. Yeah. It was a just app sampler for mod sticks. <laughs> I was like, this is the best score we could possibly have. <laughs> like, like, thank God it wasn't anything, like, disgusting. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, <laughs> I think we split the nine, the nine sticks. That's great. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's all I have for TV. Anything you want to toss in? Uh, I was going to mention – dude, any time's great. You should go watch it, but – I didn't realize it was out. Fuck. Yeah, it, it's good, though. I like it a lot. Yeah, I'll, I'll check that out this weekend for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, first episode has great music, too. I'll, I'll get caught up because it's Labor Day weekend. I don't have that much going on besides my fantasy drafts, so I think I can do it. Mm-hmm. But all right. It's an easy watch. I mean, I literally started – actually, it was yesterday. I was going to say two days ago. Mm-hmm. I watched it last night. I got through three episodes. All right, cool. Just because I was just fucking loving it. Like, I went to bed late because I was like, I just got to keep watching. All right. Taking over music. First up, Troy Lanes is going to be appealing his whole 10-year prison sentence I saw. I really like a newer Tory Lanez song, so I hope he gets out. Cause <laughs> I've been vi- I, it's not new, new, but I've been vibing with that one. Uh, I've, I've been putting it on our uh, promos and stuff. When I ah, do that's it. funny. What's it called? Uh, What's oh, it hurts like? Me. <laughs> hurts me. Yeah. <laughs> hurts you. It's a good song. I've been vibing. Shot, shot through the foot. Me. And you're to blame. <laughs> Megan Stalin gives me a <laughs> Oh, yeah. I think something I mentioned I didn't mention movies last week. There's mm-hmm. two trailers that Josh sent me before he went to Africa. Yeah. One of them was about like a high school fight club, essentially. Okay. It was pretty funny looking. It had uh, Marshawn Lynch as a teacher. Uh, he was in, like the moderator of this fight club. Mm-hmm. But the other one's called like Dick's the Musical. Dicks the musical. It's an A twenty four musical, and it's all about like dicks. Apparently, Megan Thee Stallion's in it, and the trailer literally ended with eh. her going. Eh. Oh god! Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, your jams of the week. I put one in here just because I feel like this guy's just sweeping the nation right now, and every white chick that's like on a boat in the summer is going to be like singing this or playing this in some fashion. It's Zach Bryan and Casey Musgraves. I remember everything. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's just sweeping the nation right now. Dame Brion Chicken Fry. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's eh. I I've listened. She I've, seems cool. Yeah, I like her a lot. She but seems cool. I've heard about him before they started dating. Like crazy. You're saying he's sweeping the nation. I listened to him. I'm not into it. Not into it. I mean, it's country. Yeah, it's country. And I feel like a country song has hit me over the head for me to like it. And I did not like what I heard. So I, was I, like, I agree. Nah. I agree. But the white girls love it. Mm-hmm. But anyways, your actual jam of the week. I have no way, Jose, Young Gravy, BBNO, and Baby Gravy. BBNO. <laughs> uh, it it was hilarious. It was upbeat. I loved it. Go listen to it it's on the Talking song. Dirty Jams playlist on Spotify, where you can also catch the podcast there and on Apple Podcasts. Ryan, how about our closing statements? Cantrell is paying four one two seven eight four one five seven seven. Once again, four one two seven eight four one five seven seven. Once again, shout out to Josh Kent for going to Africa and doing his duty, spreading the word of talking dirty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, follow us on Instagram at Dirty J Sports. Ten thousand followers officially, so thank you everybody. Yeah, dude. Ten K, baby. It's a big milestone. I know. It's a big milestone. Dude, what, what if I just like bought a fucking chain with a ten K on it? That's ten carats. Ten carats, and then if we get the twenty, <laughs> I'm like, fuck. What am I gonna do now? Um, but yeah, that's awesome. Still not heard back from bunches. So if people 
know anyone that works at Bunches, like, hey, let them know we're, we're down to sponsor a little channel. Get some money. Um, two chains line of the week. Um, sorry, I'm just reading ahead so I can deliver it right. Life must be good. It must be great as fuck. Great as fuck. I'm from where a nut will cost you 80 bucks. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's a, funny. I like that's that. That's a great one. It's a great one. I'm officially out. I had like 10 stash for like the last. I was thinking, you know, it may be a good one Hmm. to end on like Tomlinisms. Unless you just want to look up more two chains. Okay. We've been doing this for 208 episodes (laughs) and I've there's there's plenty of two chains lines still out there. I've found 200 plus two chains lines. Yeah. I'm gonna keep doing that. Okay. Until I I literally Tomlinisms would be a good pivot if you ever wanted to. Yeah. I'm going to say the two chains. All right, it's fair. Fair. It's fair. It's just a suggestion, so. Thanks for the suggestion. I'm going to. I'm going to say I'm going to throw out the window. Christian never graduates. All right. See you guys. Peace out. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care. She swept back her hair I guess this isn't our revival The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of line But I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign As we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat
Zeit.